Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, uh, a bit of a short show tonight. We have Rabbit Hole... Uh, we're going to discuss the first two episodes of Citadel, uh, Miss Davis, whatever crazy episode we're up to, and uh, Karen and I will probably talk a little bit about the diplomat as a whole at the end of the show. So as soon as my lovely co-hosts get here, we will get crack lacking and be on our way to talking. Um what else have I been watching? Um, watching um, Miami Miami Man, Florida Man, Florida Man, Florida Man, Miami Man on Netflix. Whatever the name of it is, um, it's all right. Nothing special. Um, Karen says she'll be here in ninety seconds. <laughs> um. I watched the first episode of Love and Death with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Sorry, couldn't think of her name for a second there. Um, that was interesting. Not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, definitely interesting. Um, what else have I watched? feel like that's it. So, Karen should be here in 30... There she is. Look at that. Quicker than 90 seconds. Oh, Jamie, too. Holy crap. Hello. Hello. Yep. Me, too. Hello, ladies. How are you guys? Karen, that was quicker than 90 seconds. You caught me off guard. Oh, yeah? Well... (laughs) I'm at home in New Jersey, and I got to tell you, you know, my dad is 91, and he falls asleep at like 8.30 almost every night, but it seems like on podcast night, he always stays awake, and then at, nine, at 9.59, he decides to walk up the flight of stairs. <laughs> That's so how that was my home. Don't you know this yet? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Usually I'm dealing with someone snoring next to me on the couch, but I'm not for what? Yeah. She just told me to shut up. She heard me. Well, nice to be here with you guys. Yeah. Yes. All right. We've got right. a short so, show, uh, huh? Yeah. yeah. Before we start, I just want to say before, because I'm afraid I'll forget if I don't say now. Go for it. Uh, tomorrow... I, I have some interviews with some of the rest of the Fear of the Walking Dead cast as well, but um, I have a one-on-one with Tim Dickman. So if anybody That's so wants exciting. To, yep. So if anybody wants to send me their questions, you can do so through Twitter, and 
I will try to ask them. I don't got a lot of time, but uh, and I try to do everyone's, it, and then I have a roundtable after that. So everyone's going to ask, "How did Madison survive?" But of course, they say that's going to be explained this season, right? Uh, yeah, I think I, I believe so. so. I, I mean, I don't know the answer to that yet, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that's for sure. But uh, but yeah. Well, but hey, here's that's great. To, here's 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 me wishing for your sakes that the return of Madison actually helps the show. Can't hurt the show. Right? (laughs) That's fair fair enough. (laughs) Can't do do too bad. You know, I can only imagine, I I can only, I can only, you know, it's, it's funny because like, you know, I've read, you know, back in the day before the internet and everything, people, you know, actors and actresses, You'd see them in interviews, and they'd ask, you know, what do you think about what the critics said about this, that, and the other? And you're like, oh, I don't read any of the reviews or anything. In today's world, you can't avoid it. You yeah. Know, you, 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 Google, mm-hmm. you Google something, and, and you get a pop-up of something you didn't ask about or, you know. So, like, you could <laughs> – and, and you're just going to see it. You're going to hear it, whatever. So I wonder what it's like for the cast of Fear – with all this, like, everybody is trashing them. Every, every time I turn around, and I'm not even looking for anything about Fear of the Walking Dead, yet I keep seeing all these comments and, uh, you know, headlines for articles about how bad Fear is. So I wonder what the, how the actors feel <laughs> that all these people are trashing them. That's got to suck. I, you know, because I'm, sure, know, I'm sure they're fair, doing they're their best. For the regular show, too, so it's not like... It's you know, well, but two things I think either they know something we don't know about how fantastic the ending is going to be, and they have confidence in that, or alternatively, they are just laughing all the way to the bank about their amazing contract and salary getting paid for this trek. Maybe I don't know. I I mean, I hate to think that about somebody like Lenny James and and you know Kim Dick. Dick Dickens, who are good actors, who I don't think make shit just for money, but there's got to well, be something going on here that, right? There's got to be something. Like, yeah, I also sometimes think that probably being on the inside of it feels different than us looking in, like, as a viewer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because when you make, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I would assume, and I could be wrong, but I would assume that, like, when you're making a project, it may seem like it's going good or feel to you like it's good and, you know, the critics don't necessarily agree. I doubt that while you're doing it, you're thinking, oh, this isn't – I mean, sometimes they do. I'm not saying oh, they never do, but, well, you know, aren't necessarily – No, my, 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 point, my point just was – well, my, my point just was how much that must suck for them. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, yeah. it's their livelihood. They're putting, they're putting their all yeah. into it, you know, and, yeah. and you know – to hear people, I mean, and, and critics are shitting on it without even having seen the final season yet. So that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well here's I'm just saying how, how shitty the, that must be. The critics might not like it, but the fans but seem to. While, while yeah. Jamie and I are over it, it still gets good numbers. It's still one of the highest rated shows on yeah. cable, right? People are still yeah, watching I mean, it. Yeah. People mm-hmm. complained about Somebody the likes it. show and it still did super good and. It still has a big fan base too, so it, it really just yep. depends. Although we, you know, to be fair, the original series did have a really good ending. I mean, we liked the ending, so yeah. I mean, that's not to say that the end of this won't be good either. We really don't know until we see it, but 
have to wait yeah. and see. But yes, I agree with you. It kind of probably does no stop, ending, but, but to yeah. some extent, I think you know they have to deal with that. And yeah, it's not like it's something they can avoid. There's always going to be people who are going to be upset, and people who are going to like it. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. You know, there's not a lot you can do. And a lot of times it's the writers, too. That's the thing that I feel bad is a lot of times, oh, yeah. like, you know, actors get, like, shot down and, like, oh, this is horrible or whatever, and it has nothing to do with the actor. They don't make the choices half the time. I mean, sometimes they do. But a lot of times they don't have a choice, and they're, you know, forced to do things a certain way, and you don't hear to like, you know, years later that, you know, they didn't like it or whatever. Yeah. So you never know. But at any rate. Well, I- you know, and for example, we're gonna have we're gonna be opposite situation tonight where we're gonna talk about a lot of TV that is highly rated that we hate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it can go both ways. What should I say? Yeah. That's why, to be honest, even I mean, even before I started reviewing things, I try not to read what people say because half yeah. the time I disagree with them, and I feel like it colors your view yeah. when you go in. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. usually good to to form your own opinion. But yep. uh, yeah, yeah. But at any rate, I think it's a good idea that they brought her back. Um, so, and I think it'll be a good conversation. Show. So we'll see. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Well. So on um, to so rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Yes. Rabbit and I was hole. good. I waited to watch the next one. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Wait, good girl. You're so good, good Jamie. Girl. Well, that's what I did last week too. I waited till we hung up, and then I went and watched it <laughs> because I really liked the show. It's hard not to, but they send it on Tuesday, so I, I have that much restraint. If they send it, like, Friday or something, I probably would watch it. Glad, <laughs> Jamie, that you can control yourself. Um, this was so, episode uh, seven. I, I, yeah, and, and actually, Karen, right. let, let, me, let me go first because I'm going to say something. Yeah, I'm going to start the show off in a way I don't normally. Um, I think Karen's right. Yeah, Haley yeah. is – Haley is too perfect to not be up to something. Like this week, she sees the laptop and she sees that that uh, uh, John has been talking to somebody claiming to be Valance, and she doesn't say anything to Ben. Mm-hmm. She just closes the laptop down, you know. Um, and then I'm not even sure exactly what she took to Maddie, but she takes that flash drive to Maddie which I'm guessing it has some kind of incriminating evidence on it about somebody on the take that uh, Crowley's blackmailing. Yeah, but she also used it at the same time to prove that what's-his-face, uh, Edward is alive, um, mm-hmm. to get her off Weir's back. And, you know, so Haley is definitely... I, I, you know, I, 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 it's not that I disagree with Karen before. I just didn't feel that she definitely was. I felt maybe it was the writing, but now this, and if she's not up to something, I'm going to be very disappointed because. I don't know that she's bad, but I think there's definitely something. No, no, I'm not saying bad. I'm not saying bad. I'm saying up to something. What her plan is or, or. Yeah. She's not, yeah. She's definitely not what she seems because she's just too. Like like Karen has been saying, you know, she went from staying with John because he can protect her to jumping in headfirst into this. It just it all seems it's just definitely it's definitely leading somewhere. Um, well, my thing is her thing with Maddie like seemed to like oh I'm so worried about weird like if she I don't know like I kind of feel like 
if she was that worried about him, why would she? I don't know that she would go to her. Like something just seems off about that to me. Exactly. That's what to me seems wrong. But I wanted to ask you guys, whenever Maddie tells her boss and then she's like, well, I want higher up and then I'll leave it alone. Do you believe she's really going to leave it alone or do you think she's saying that? Oh, absolutely not. No, she's playing it. She's playing it. Yeah, Maddie is. Maddie Maddie may. I don't think she's going to. Yeah, no, I don't think she's dirty at all. I think, you know, she's totally playing it. Um, and she's I mean, I agree with the, the way. Or the killer. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I agree with the way Maddie goes about stuff and everything. And she, she's kind of dumb sometimes. But she she definitely has the best interest of other people in heart, so. Maddie? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that when Maddie brings that evidence and uses it to get herself, like, promoted to head of the task force, I, I mean, do they want you to think that Maddie's using it for her own benefit? You know, as Jamie said, no, it, it's too, it's too obvious. It's not played out in any kind of right. way that makes it obvious. I mean, it, it seems like she definitely um, is not, that's not what she's about, right? Maddie, I think Maddie really wants oh, yeah. the answer. And, to be fair, though, right? her becoming the head of the task force could also help her screw them over in the end because she has more power. Yeah. So she yes. could be thinking, you yes. know, 10 steps ahead. But um, I, I think she's smart, and she knows that she'll disappear, too, if she, you know, especially, she. Pro- I mean, well, I yeah. get the feeling that there's a chance, and I don't know because we don't know, but it seems like she knew Weir fairly well, maybe, so she probably knows a lot of kind of his paranoid stuff, and I would think that she may be thinking, okay, maybe he's right, and I need to be careful the way I you know, what I do now. You don't want to just be like, no, I refuse well, to it could, go along with you because you'll end up dead it, really it quick. Could, it could also be because of whatever she saw on that flash drive. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that she knows, she doesn't really know John. She knows him the way a cop knows a suspect. I mean, they know each other personally, right. but they're not like friends, right? Like she knows him right. because she's been circling around him for years. And when she's like, oh, I don't think he did it, I mean, of course, we're on board with that because we know he did it. I mean, this is where the story is a little, like, it's a very typical story, um, which we've seen in so many cop shows, the X-Files, the kinds of shows, where, where the person who knows the situation the best, but, but because they're a little bit of a non-traditional agent or whatever, they're like, whatever, you're a loser, you can't be involved, we hate you, right? Like, we've seen, we've seen this kind of story many yeah. times where the most knowledgeable officer is, is sort of like cast aside. Yeah. Um, um, but I agree with you guys that she she catapulted herself to the top of the investigation not because of personal ambition but because of personal interest in getting to the bottom of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think because she's not stupid too. Because that's what I think. I think she would be smart enough to know if I go against him, I'm going to end up like, you know, like the other one. Well, she don't want it, yeah. it could have – the other thing is she could be playing it by ear because it also could have been where she hands it into him and he could have reacted two ways. He could have, he, could, yeah. he could have been like, holy shit, where did you get this? Who else knows? we got to be careful. Or and then she would have went how it, it, right? how, Or how it played out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Let me ask you guys, the thing I was waiting to ask you is, did you like how they 
I, I like how they kind of tried to make us think that um, Face was alive in the way that they did it and how it ends up that it was all flashback, but also how he was communicating with them, like, but, you know, past. Obviously, it wasn't, like, happening now, but that he was really was sending him messages, but he is really gone. Like, I like the way. Well, yeah, we knew we knew that, though. We knew how they were communicating before. And I was was a little angry. Last week we talked about whether or not we thought he was really dead or not, and we all kind of agreed, yeah, he jumped off the building, he's dead, right? Right. But, I mean, I guess I like how, like, he's sending a message. Like, we didn't know for sure that part of it wasn't coming from – you know, the we know was, we knew somebody was using it or faking right. it. And or, I'm saying right? I, I like that it really did come from Valance, just you know, after the fact, but that it really was sort of him. Well, the passage I don't, did. I don't whoever whoever texted him. No. Whoever texted him. It's texting him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Crowley no, texted well, him. I'm talking about how he sent him the the stone and everything with like the video. Well, yeah, that was. Like that was what I. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, sure. Right. That was premeditated. That was yeah. But that he did con- technically contact him because he had sent him these things ahead of time and just kind of had it all in place and ready. Like this is what's going to happen, and I'm doing this to help you, but they're going to kill me, type of thing. Like I just like the way they did it. I um, I was getting a little annoyed for a minute. I was like, I was like, these better be flashbacks. Like, like, like I hope they're not trying to. I was like, I was like, cause I swear to God. If they try and say he's actually alive somehow, I'm, it's going to be – no. it better be one hell of an explanation. Like he had a bungee strap around his waist and you couldn't see it. So when he jumped, he like sprung back up and there was some guy on, on the balcony below him and grabbed him and pulled him. Like, I was like, there better be some fucking, you know, James Bond shit here that we – you yeah. know. Um, but I was – I did not want him to be alive. Not, not, you know, just because the, what we've been given already, you can't explain that away. So I was like, this, I was like, these better be flashbacks. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have to be. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad they kind of settled that. While, while we all were like, no, he's yeah. again. I think there probably was a an audience segment out there who were waiting to see. So I'm glad that was really firmly settled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And meanwhile, they opened up. They opened up and yet solved some other stuff in this episode. Like we 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 saw we had previously seen John talking to the priest in the confessional, and we saw that's him again this week. Yeah, that's how it started, right? You're right, AJ. That's the very first scene we saw, and he's back in there with the priest, and he's explaining. Him, and we we got John to explain a little bit about how his mind works. I'm not sure that. That everybody needed that. Like, I don't know about the three of us who talk about the about the show every week. Maybe understood that, but maybe it was important for other viewers to see John explain how he he's like when I can't explain something, my mind goes to all the possibilities. And and we saw John's mind like we saw two or three versions of the same scene, not the same scene, but the, like where he you almost think John's hallucinating for a moment. But then you see that it's his mind working out various possibilities, right? Um, yeah. And he and he, he explains very clearly to us, the viewer, how his brain works, which, I mean, I liked and I didn't like. Like, I liked it, but I also felt like we're not stupid. Like, we don't need you to totally, like, we get that his, whatever. Um, but, you know, it was kind of cool to see John kind of come to that 
himself and be like, look, I'm not like he has to admit that he doesn't always like get every single thing at face value. I guess I kind of liked it. I don't know. Um, how'd you guys like the whole thing with the whole Crowley? Like we talked last week about how the old man, you know, we're like, that's not Crowley. And it turns out this week, in fact, he is not Crowley. Crowley still has yet to be revealed to us. Right. We saw that scene. Um, and there were so, there were so many big twists this week, like, with the briefcase, I love that twist with the briefcase where John finally realizes that, like, the senator, she didn't want the briefcase because there was incriminating evidence. She wanted the briefcase because she wants the power of having all that dirt on people. Yeah, okay. that was that was kind of like, a nice twist. That, like, she was using, last week, she was using John, but John used her, and this week they find out she was using John on a whole different level. Um, and John, like, you know, like... Like there, I love that there was a, like another whole level that we didn't even know about last week, um, and ultimately it was all the Ben stuff. How do you guys feel about the Ben stuff that happened? Like it seems to have maybe resolved itself a little bit in this episode, right? I mean, how do you maybe? Okay, don't talk at the same time. Jamie first, the whole Ben and so, John thing. How did you like? Or okay, AJ first, the whole Ben and John thing. Yeah, I like that. I liked it. Because I, I I felt like there was a moment there, like I knew that the, the the whole Crowley thing was bullshit. You know, Crowley's like, no, this is really Ben, and I'm trying to stop him and John. You you know, trying to make John think the other way around. I I liked it simply because some of it makes sense. You know, like how John keeps seeing his father killing his friends. Now we know that uh, Kyle killed them. It's kind of funny when you think about it because you know, if Ben hadn't gone after Kyle, Kyle doesn't get the gun and go back to the office, and they and they're not dead now. You know what I mean? So it's 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 kind of I like the way we watch and see his mind work, and even though the way he plays things out aren't necessarily true, it makes you wonder what Ben's true motives are because I feel like nothing is what it seems with anybody, and there's still things that Ben is not telling John. So I think John has every right to be suspicious of Ben because Ben is yeah. not telling the whole story here. I'm wait, you know, there's going to be a shoe that drops with with uh with Ben and and John. So I like the way it played out. Yeah, I was going to say part a lot of what you said. I was just thinking the same thing. Like I I like that they kind of resolved it, but at the same time, I feel like it's not 100% resolved because it still feels like there's stuff he's holding back. Um, I mean, it, you're right. It was 100% his fault that, he, you know, he set it in motion that it happened. I do like that John kind of finally realizes that, you know, they're they're trying to pit him and his father against each other, but I still don't think he's being 100% honest. I don't trust you mean, him 100%. You mean Ben? ben. You mean Ben's not right. being honest? I don't yeah. totally trust. I, I don't, again, I don't know that I think Ben is like, quote, unquote, bad, but I don't think he's being 100% honest. Although, I, I don't know. I, I trust him less than I trust Haley, so I don't know what that oh. says. So, you know what? I agree with you on that. I don't trust Haley, um, and I'm not convinced that Haley took that information to Agent, what's her name, Agent Mira, Agent, Agent whatever. Um, I'm not convinced that Haley did that purely for, like, John's benefit or whatever. Like, I still don't trust Haley. I agree with both of you. 
and I agree, Jamie, I trust Ben less because we keep finding shit out about Ben and he's always got an excuse. Like this week we found out that he lived three blocks away from John for the last 30 years and, you know, allowed John, or last 10 years, I guess, and allowed John to think he was dead. Like every time John says he's got, every time Ben has a reason, I'm like, wait a minute, you made a 10-year-old think that you killed yourself and you let your son see a dead body that he thought, like what? Like, I'm sorry, but there's like, nothing oh, ever that justifies that, right? Like, I right. keep going back to that thing where we saw the flashback where the kid sees his father who shot in the head. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's where he, why he has a lot of his problems. I mean, that's where yeah, I think most of me much came from in the first place is, yeah. you know, because and, he couldn't accept what yeah. happened. And then it wasn't And now we real, find out. Yeah, and now we found out he lived he lived like two blocks away under a fake name for ten years. Which, first of all, like I mean that it's creepy on so many levels, and it's so risky that John could like I know it's New York City, but come on, you're three blocks away on the Upper East Side. Of course, you can look into each other, right? Yeah, um, I I, <laughs> I I mean it it's so. Terrible. Like the more we find out, everything we find about Ben is more and more. He's more and more of a horrible person. Like you think a guy who tricks his kid into thinking that you killed yourself and lets him see that can't be worse, and yet you see that for the next forty years he continues to fuck with John. It's mm-hmm. just like and it's not, there's no way we can trust him. Yeah, and I was to say it's not so much him letting him think he's dead. It's the fact that he let him see that because yeah. that would mess any kid up. Um, I mean, if he just, like, I can understand him hiding him being alive in order to protect the family, but you don't let a kid go through that. Like, after it happened, there there could have been some way to try to fix it or have him at some point over the next however many years find out and not take so long to, to tell. Well, you had just to let a kid go. He didn't just let a kid go through it. It was like part of his ultimate plan for his kid to go through that, right? Well, I like, think because at the very so beginning up. he didn't want him to, because he tried to go back in when he when he walked in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't work very hard to stop it from happening. Like if he, yeah, I feel like right. if he really loved him the way he should have, he would have somehow done something differently what it could have not necessarily even been that he was alive but they could have i don't know he could have done something yeah. like obviously yeah. his kid was messed up well, after and you that. don't move up you don't move two blocks up the street and 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 like <laughs> spy on him but, and don't right like come on it's all yeah. messed up it's totally messed up so and those kind of things make me not I, I don't believe anything ben ever says and, and i think this episode we were supposed to maybe think that, okay, Ben is actually against Crowley, like, that Ben is, like, I don't know. Ben is, like, everything that Ben says is, like, I did it for your benefit, John. And you're, like, really? Like, what? Like, again, yeah. I again, I hate to say this, but it happened today on General Hospital where the villain was, like, I did it for your, I'm trying to destroy the planet for your benefit. And everybody's, like, what are you talking about? Right? Like, it's, <laughs> it, it's very, it's very soap opera it's very like b movie it's very like like this idea that like i did all this for your benefit john and like and the kid has been like emotionally and psychologically screwed up since he was eight because of this right um but i think that this week we were supposed to maybe see john and ben come to this point where 
John was going to be like, okay, my father's a total jerk, but he's not Crowley. He's not on Crowley's side, right? I mean, this episode kind of, I thought was supposed to, I don't know if I believe it, but I think this episode, I think this point, was, we're supposed to believe that, okay, it's revealed that Ben is not on Crowley's side. He's not actually Crowley, which has been a question, I think, for some number of episodes in that recently, but there was a point where we're all like, is he Crowley, right? Right. Yeah, like, is it He's a double bond? And... Right. Um, so next week's the season finale. Go ahead, AJ. You, you know oh, what's actually kind of interesting? I something. I didn't yeah. realize that. I something guess I, something I, I kind of felt was that Ben almost acts like a scorned lover when it comes to Crowley. Like, oh. there's a. I never thought that Ben was Crowley, but I've always in the back of my mind kind of wondered if him and Crowley were actually partners and had a falling out. And that, yeah, I thought that too. Yep. Yeah. And then he blamed him for everything, and it was like, because, you know, i, I got to be honest, I think that's still a possibility because I wonder that that guy, do you remember whenever there was like a dead guy on the ground that they were saying that they let him, I forget what it was, that they were supposed to stop him from doing something, and he went off and did whatever it was, and they didn't stop him in time. Do you know what scene I'm talking about? And him and this other guy were cleaning up the scene. Yeah, like yeah, in a yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if the flashback was supposed to be Crowley. The guy I have wondered that also, possible. Jamie. I thought the um, same thing. What was his partner in Latin America at that time, Crowley? Right, and that that became because that guy seemed like he had some kind of radical views, if I remember rightly. Um, and that's what made me think radical that I wonder like that, what became what it is now, yeah. you know, that, that, that guy had that. radical view. That guy's radical views, as you call them, were like, yeah, let's just kill the witness. Right. Yeah. Like there was a, and I just, like they were disposing of a body and he was like, let's kill this other person. And, and Ben's like, what? And he's like, no, we got to kill this person. Kind of. Right. Is how that was going. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just wonder that that was, and that's like AJ said, like he was his partner. I kind of wonder that that might turn out that that was Crowley and that's why he knew him because I he think, seems to know him yeah. pretty well in my opinion, the way they're going about it. Like, it seems like it was somebody that he knew at any rate. Yep. I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. Possible. Well, we will find um, out. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I, so next week is the season finale, and I I haven't, I don't really know what's going to happen. Um, this show is renewed, right? So we're going to have a whole, right? It's renewed, I think. Um, I don't know. That's what I was just looking to see. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. It says it isn't been renewed yet. It's not renewed. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but this show will definitely get renewed. One way or another, It'll get renewed. I think. Um, It'll definitely get renewed. I think likely it will, but, I mean, that's a guess. We don't really know. It would be nice. I'd, really, I I'd, be, so. I'd be really surprised if a show headlined by Kiefer Sutherland and yeah. – um, Charles Dance gets uh, doesn't get cast doesn't get the second season. Yeah, yeah which is getting like rate and it's getting rave reviews from all critics and everyone. Yeah, um, we got to remember so though. I was just going to say we don't know though. A lot of things are going to be potentially affected by the writer strike. We I, we don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know if I renewal would be renewed or not. But I mean, like affect yeah. timeline when if it's um, renewed when it comes back that type of thing. 
I mean, I think in terms of the season finale, which is next week, which was shot long in advance of any controversy, I, I mean, I feel like I have been waiting for Hom to be like a more decisive character. So every week, Hom, I mean, Hom's a little bit of like an exposition fairy, right? Because he's like, oh, wait a minute. I just Googled and I found the answer to all these like secret techniques or whatever. So he's the exposition fairy, but he's also this guy who's like, He's he's always like, oh, I figured it out because of Twitter. Are you kidding me, John? You're a master, <laughs> yeah. like, genius of whatever, and you don't ever look at Twitter. What's wrong with you? Which I love all those yeah. scenes also, right? And I feel yeah. like I've been waiting for this guy to be the guy who, like, puts it all together. Like, I, I, I feel like yeah. John having kidnapped – John kidnapped him to save his life, right? But yeah, he's he's instrumental at every step of the way – but so in the background. And I'm just kind of waiting for Hom to you be know, the guy he, that does it. Yeah, and he, I've said this before. He's the one person that I don't, per se, suspect of being on the other side, but that's what makes me wonder yep. with the show if I should be suspecting him. I wonder if we're going to watch it and it's going to turn out he's Crowley or something just as crazy like this whole time he's been, you know, the mastermind, just because you don't expect it. But, um, yeah, I do like him. He does seem like he needs yeah. to, to, like, he's he's doing a lot and not getting the credit for it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, he needs to. Yeah. I mean, I don't I like think just he's. No, I don't think Go ahead. He either. I just wonder if I should start questioning it because I'm questioning everybody but him. Yeah. I, I like this. I like the scene when Haley comes in and he goes, Hong the daddy, Hong the daddy. And she's like, <laughs> what? Hong the daddy. Hong <laughs> <laughs> the daddy. Yep. She's like, yeah, that's not uh, the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of waiting for him to have some sort of big bombshell moment because he's sort of a he's along for the ride, um, and he's, he's a little comic, and then he, he he dumps these great think, reveals and pieces of information all the time, right? Because he's a genius, yeah, which I guess. But I, yeah, I think I I mean I I hope so too. I mean I think that would add to his character, but I think he's kind of the comic relief for the most part, and like you said, he has those moments of exposition. Um, yeah, but mostly he's just kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah. So, so all right, one week left, uh, and, right. I, and I have no, I, I, we have no idea, right? This show week to week goes in every direction. Who knows what to expect? Yeah, yeah, could be anything. That goes, but it's going to be great. Yep, it's going to be great. Yeah, I mean there. I mean, there has you know, it's like the first couple episodes I watched, I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. It was, you know, it was kind of like uh, that feeling I had when watching the first season of Orphan Black. I was like, I have no idea what I'm watching. I just know I like it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you don't always have to know what's going on to like it, right? That's right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So one more week of this. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, in the meantime, we've only got one more show tonight to really talk about. Well, no, we got a couple. You guys want to dismiss? Well, let's talk about Mrs. Davis. Next, huh? Oh no, she no, doesn't. She hasn't watched Miss Davis. No, I haven't. she hasn't oh. watched Miss Davis. All right, Jamie, are you waiting for? Are you waiting to watch it so you can talk about it with us? Or are you just not going to watch it? Well, I was gonna maybe watch it, and I but you guys seem to not like it, so I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's not worth me starting it. <laughs> All right, let's talk I about Citadel. To, You've watched you Citadel, right? Now. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about watch. Citadel. Now, how many episodes? Yeah, let's see. Two. two episodes aired, and we watched the two episodes. 
Okay, well, you might have to yeah. monitor and, and then talked about it online in text messages for two hours. <laughs> Jamie, you have seen the entire six episodes? No, no. I have seen three, oh. I believe. They didn't send right, you them want all when I first got them, so I didn't watch them all. But, um, but yeah, so I, I just I might end up ahead. I'm afraid I'll, I don't remember. I told you, when you see all the things together in one long thing, it's like it's hard to, to separate in your head. What's right. what? But right. um, but yeah, we can right. still over. I can overall talk about. Well, it. we saw the flashback. We saw the what's his name? The guy gets his memory back. He goes to meet um, Priyanka Chopra in her restaurant. They get in a big fight. She gets her memory back, and that's pretty much what we saw, right, EJ? Oh, okay, I've definitely seen further than that, though. Yeah. Pretty much what Probably. we saw. Well, I, what did you guys? I mean, this. We, we talked about how, and this is sort of what we were alluding to earlier, is that this show is not getting the best of reviews, uh, or is, let me say that the right way, the other way. It wasn't getting the best of reviews. I guess, I don't know what people are saying now. I know we were talking about how they redid the pilot or whatever. I'm losing my brain. But it, it's not getting well-reviewed. I think that AJ and I the way we each experienced it, like, AJ, you watched it without reading reviews, right? I watched it after reading reviews, and I think we had different experiences based on that. Yeah, I think me and AJ, I think we're more aligned than me and you, because I feel like I liked it for what it was. Like, I enjoyed it, but it's like, it's like an action show. I mean, it's, it's made by the Russo brothers. I didn't expect it to be this sort of deep and Good. involved thing. I expected it to be a fun action blow up shoot people type thing. And that's kinda of what it is. So Yeah. Yeah, I I liked it. Is it I, super deep? Yeah. Not necessarily, but I wasn't really looking for that. So I think it's exact I I mean for me it was exactly what I was expecting. Like you said, it's from the Russo brothers. So I was expecting a kook I was expecting a kooky plot with lots of action. That is exactly uh-huh. what I got in the first two episodes, you know. I mean, yeah. we talked about this in text, the three of us, you know. Sometimes it's, we live in a world now where everybody overanalyzes everything, and, I, and I, I say this all the time about a lot of stuff. It's like, why can't anybody ever just enjoy something for what it is? If you don't like it, that's fine. Move yeah, on. Enjoy it for what it is instead but, of what it's not. Exactly, you know. I mean, that's like um, – well, Karen and I will talk about this in a little bit, but I, I think I'm going to move on from Miss Davis. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. You know, but I enjoyed Citadel. I, you know, I can't wait to see the next episode. I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's one of those shows where, I mean, every, you know, it's like, um, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Jesus. Stanley Tucci just eats up the scenery, you know, yeah. um, which is always, Very which is much, always yeah. great. I mean, our two leads are beautiful, you know. Um, as far as the um, the scenery behind them, I mean, I don't know what the hell they spent three hundred million on. I don't know if it's because they every mm-hmm. every every shoot is on location in this show. So like when we yeah, see them, it doesn't look like it. it yeah, I mean, I, it well, looks <laughs> like it's expensive, but that expensive, I don't know. Yeah, I and don't know where the money it, went. Is, I guess. I was joking. Like, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just, just going to say, I was joking uh, with Artie because he wants to watch it, but he hasn't yet. And uh, he said, I said to him, I was like, you know, I was talking about the critics and everything, and I was like, it doesn't really matter 
what anybody says. I was like, this is just this is Richard Madden's um, extended um, audition for James Bond. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I feel like, so I really was let down and thought it was kind of shitty, but I think that's partly because, as you know, I had read a whole bunch of reviews and stories about it, and I knew going in that this was a $300 million show, it's only six episodes, it's $50 million per episode is the average. And this does not, come on, this does not look a $50 million episode, right? Yeah, like, no, no. I mean, and shooting on location, they're barely on location. Like, I think I texted you guys that I felt like that opening scene on the train is the same recycled CGI from the Ark. It looks exactly like the spaceship on the Ark when they're inside <laughs> in the train. Well, not exactly, but it's pretty white and gray and basic and You know, nothing, it's funny. Right? When, when you said that, I immediately knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and hadn't thought about it until you said that. The question right? I have is, like like I said, I liked it. I like it for what it is. I think it's, you know, a good action show. But I don't know. I, I question that, okay, I, if they put this in different countries, there could be different versions of them, and I feel like maybe each country will watch their version. But I feel like there's uh, not enough substance for me to want to go watch exactly. the other version. Like, well, I don't hear like, like, I mean, that was the opposite. Not like, like a Marvel movie where I want to know what happened to all the other characters. Like, I don't care I, about so, the, rest of the universe, at least not yet. Like, it's not that good. You know what I mean? Like, I like it for what it is, but I don't need to go beyond the show. So, all right, AJ, go ahead before I ramp. Go ahead. I'll, no, I was going to say, actually, actually, okay. Actually, the, see, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm kind of curious to see the other, because this, because. All right, the Citadel that's on Prime right now, That's this is like the global mothership, you know? They're going to be bouncing all over the country. The All the spinoffs, uh, India, Mexico, Spain, and Italy are all going to be localized. So the spinoff for Italy is just going to be in Italy. They will never leave Italy. So I think it's going to be – I'm kind of intrigued by the idea. I think it's kind of a cool idea. Um I think that's why the Russo brothers were brought in in the first place because they're, you know, they have history with doing franchises. I don't know if, you know, this is Prime's plan to make Citadel like their franchise show or something. Um, maybe if we saw a local I, version, maybe we would have been more. Right. Like maybe if they made but one. I, like, I like the concept. I, don't know. I like the concept and idea. How it plays out is I, another story, but yeah, I, I'm, I I'm kind of curious idea. to see them. I, I don't just really like it this it. part. I don't care enough to know. Like, I don't want like I, I mean, concept. I'm saying that. I might like it more as it goes, but. So, you guys, I thought the show was not that good. I mean, again, I was a little, I was expecting it to be like a legit spy show with an interesting conspiracy storyline. I mean, I knew it was about, like, these people had lost their memories and were getting them back. And I knew there was some borderline fake science involved in getting your memories restored or whatever. Um, but I found it to be, I don't know. I, I thought it was very thin. The plotting is very thin. The characters are very thin. The dialogue is kind of really bad. And I, my issue was that I thought I was watching like kind of a better show. And I realized I texted you guys, oh, this is the Kingsman. Is this based on a comic book? Because this is a ripoff of Kingsman. You know, if you guys have seen the movie Kingsman, I haven't read the comics. Yeah, I love Kingsman. Has. If you know Kingsman, 
Kingsman is about, like, this undercover spy agent who nobody knows about. And then in the movie, they get destroyed, and in Kingsman 2, they come back or whatever, right? And I said, oh, this is like a comic book-level spy show. If I'd known that, I would have had a different expectation going into it. I think I was expecting, like, a prestige television script and storyline. I definitely thought I was going to see prestige television. And what I was seeing was comic book-level television when I, when I saw it. So my expectations were, I was like, what is this crap I'm watching, right? And it took well, me in the second good. episode to be like, oh, this is borderline, like, um, uh, Austin Goldman, whatever that guy's name is, Austin Powers, right? I was like, I'm like, oh, this is a borderline yeah. comedy kind of show that I'm watching. Um, so I was, I was really disappointed in the first episode. It took me a while. It was really when AJ texted and was like, just enjoy it for what it is. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, it's not a serious show. Oh, I get it now. It's two really hot people getting in fights and being in different locations. Okay, I can, I'm down with that, right? Um, <laughs> but it took me a while to get there. Um, you, you know what always, speaking also, of hot people, you know what always amazes, amazes me? Yeah. How the heck did she do all those fight scenes and then, and then land in the water and come out and her dress was still in one piece? And on her. I know, right? <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. I have not thought mm-hmm. about that. Right? I also, you know, we know that this was a very troubled show that um, went through multiple showrunners, multiple writers, producers, reshoots, this and that. And it was originally eight episodes of one hour. It got cut down to six episodes of 40 minutes. Six times 40 is 240 minutes. It's, it's barely longer than a movie. And, like, should this have been a movie, not a show? Or if it's going to be a show, give us an hour, six hours. Give us eight hours, right? Like, yeah. like maybe yeah. they're cutting out stuff that, that we should – might make it a little better if we can have a little bit more characterization, a little bit more, like – it's so – like, the, the, spy, the spy story – Look, I love Stanley Tucci, and he's a great actor, and he's doing a lot with what he's given. But he's this borderline Alfred character who who is he gives the exposition dump, and he's like, "Oh, we were a spy agency, and then there was this other spy agency, and we, you know there was Hydra, and there was this, and we got in a fight, and we were destroyed, and now we're going back against Hydra." You know, it's very um, one of it, was, them, it is. You know, it's very it's very right? Shield versus Hydra. It's very mm-hmm. shield versus Hydra. It's a very unoriginal kind of storytelling, which could be fine if it's really fun and sexy and action-y, right? I, yeah. I think maybe we need the hour, not the 40 minutes. I wonder if what I need is more, I don't know, Ben and, it, it, look, it, it, the, char- the, the two leads are hot. There's some stuff going on. Um, this is not a three hundred million dollar show so far. We've seen two episodes, and have we seen one hundred twenty million dollars worth of programming right now? I don't know. Come on, Amazon. Yeah. It, is it on Amazon? <laughs> Bring it around. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so, well, so yeah. going back to the m- multiple multiple countries, let me just complete this thought, AJ, real quick. Um, no, go ahead. The idea that there's going to be five shows in five countries—it's a very interesting idea, but I think it's a it's a mistake to build that universe before you've proven one show. Like, like mm-hmm. the Marvel yeah, that's universe. Maybe if we had an American version first and then they brought well, the, a hit. You know, you have an American hit, if you have a hit show. 
like, at, at least when Marvel builds out the universe, they've got multiple intellectual property over many comic books and shows and whatever they're building on, right? Like, I can't believe that Amazon sunk this much money and, and, and committed to five. I mean, I think the Rooster Brothers sold them a story, but now you're going to do five shows in five countries and five languages based on pretty much no proven anything, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe they should have let this Amer- put the money into one show and make this show everything can be and make it a hit and then build that universe. Not commit to a universe with nothing happening yet, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> on that thought, the perfect example is when Iron Man 1 was made back in 2008, you know, they Marvel had an idea what they wanted to do, but nothing was committed. You know, you had the you had the end credit with um that at the end of Iron Man, you know, that got you going, holy crap, what's their plan? You know, like they had an idea, but there was no commitment. Had it bombed, we, the Marvel Universe wouldn't be what it is today. It'd be done. Yeah. You know, so I agree with you that I think it's very risky. I mean, I mean, they're 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 basing this on the success of the Russo brothers. I mean, they're they're yeah. they've been riding high for a yeah. minute, and pretty much everything they've touched has turned to gold. Um, so I think that's what Amazon was banking you on. You know, like I understand and, them taking the risk, but at the same time, because of who they are. But at the same time, I totally agree with what Karen said. Like you don't know how it's. Oh, I agree with like, Something going first, then that's it. I mean, you guys both like this a little better than I do, but I mean, yeah, we agree that it's not like the greatest buy show we've ever seen, right? Like, I mean, you guys agree that there's weaknesses to this program. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's why I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but like, I don't. Like, I, I agree with AJ, like, the idea is interesting, but I don't find the global idea interesting enough for me to go to want to go watch the other yes. series. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not there. Now, that That's may change as I see more of it. I don't know. But at least yeah. at this point in time, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'll commit right. to watching part of one. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't well, care I mean, enough to go the find other, yeah. the other one. The other, that's the thing. Who knows what's going to happen, especially now with the writer strike and everything. The others haven't even, like, I think the Italian one is in, like, pre-production, which they have barely written a yeah. script for it. And I know they, there's something going on with the one with India. There's not even word of, I mean, like, they, like they know who's going to be doing this stuff for Italy and India. Mexico and Spain have, they don't even have anybody on board yet, I don't think. So it's not anything that's going to yeah. be happening anytime soon. It's going to mm. be... Well, I mean, all the writers are doing it together, and, you know, they're involved. So at least if they do do it, there's going to be, like, a, you know, a coherence to it. But, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. no, that's not true. They actually have different oh, showrunners yeah. for each. Yeah, the, yeah well, they're going to have different writers and showrunners for each show. But they're working together to get it coherent. At least that's well, yeah. what I understood yeah. from what the writers said. No, I think, it's, um, I think it's in the but, same universe, but not overlapping. It's kind of like the way X-Men is the same, is in the Marvel Universe, but the X-Men are entirely, have until now, been a completely separate entity to the rest of Marvel, right? That I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not aware that these five shows will, they won't require you to watch the other shows. 
I don't think. Oh, no. I don't think no, they're that's going what to I'm under- to yeah. the rest, but I think they're going to connect, I thought. At least that was my understanding. Yeah, that's, but... that's my understanding. Yeah. Like, we're going to see other what... other agents that survived in – I mean, yeah, we're, we're, getting, we're putting the cart before the horse here, I think. <laughs> I mean, I would like to see Amazon – find a hit show and commit to it before they plan this. Like, like, can we name one really great Amazon hit show that they have the released? Wilds, that they should have kept and finished. Right? The Wilds got canceled. Um, Paper Girls got canceled. Every, like, okay, so The Man in the High Castle went four seasons, I think, and it was really good, but it was never a hit, right? Um, what about that? I, I never watched it, but Miss Maisel or whatever the hell? Oh, yeah, Mr. Maisel's gone. Okay, bona fide hit for, like, four seasons, yes. Um, but, uh, like, a, a lot of shows on Amazon that are good get canceled after one or two oh. years. Like, they're not. Mr. Maisel, for sure. Citadel was mm-hmm. renewed before it premiered. That it's got a second season already. I mean, that's not. Yeah, but that, you're not worth but it. There, but, but they are renewing a show that had has no hit. You know what I mean? Like no history whatsoever no, behind it. That you. just I'm cost just them three hundred million. That's not. Oh, well, they that's had to renew it. They do that. They had to renew it. They invested a shit ton of money in five shows in five countries. There was no way that was ever not getting renewed, right? Yeah. You know what I, I think oh, the actually, problem is, in my opinion. I think that the landscape of television is still changing because of streaming mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, I think it's changed a lot, but I think that it's still shifting. And I think that, like, I, I agree with you, like, before you go doing something like this, like, take care of the ones you have that people like. Like, they flip-flop yes. around. And it's not, just, it's not just Amazon. It's all of them. They don't, yeah. Yeah. They don't put, like, they, they, they get one and then they start another one because – they don't give it the chance to be good. Like, they put too much into too many yeah. different things. Oh, well, Netflix, Netflix is a sinking ship. Netflix, that's, well, that's all they do anymore is We've talked is, about that a lot. Stuff. But it's not. But I'm saying it's kind of they're all doing it. And I think that it's because no, of the right. way people actually tell television there's too much on. That's not entirely true, actually. I, I, I slightly disagree with that. Paramount Plus is giving its shows a chance, which is why I think there's a good chance Rabbit Hole gets re- renewed. Well, because most, Paramount Plus, I, I can't think of anything yet that hasn't gotten a second season on Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount, but Paramount Plus also had a network, was like network first, and it's more, well, yeah. it's not like its own streaming thing, you know what I mean? Like, it's still connected to CBS and everything else. Not that that necessarily matters, yes. but I'm just saying. Like, yes, but a lot of their shows, yeah. but Paramount Plus exclusive shows never air anywhere else. You know, it's not that's like true. rabbit holes on CBS. That's true. That's true. Well, I'm just saying they've done network television. Like, Netflix has um, never been like right. network. Yeah, no, they I know what you mean. Real quick, though, something actually about the episode of Citadel, since we really didn't talk about the episode other than gloss over it. One thought I did have um, is I'm wondering if, because Mason's, Memory memory juice broke, so he's never going to get his memory back unless he actually remembers things. Oh yeah. Um, I'm wondering because they uh, the 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 woman uh, or whoever the hell it was that mentions that there was a traitor inside of Citadel that 
gave, you know, told Manicor all their secrets, which is how they got, you know, the list of names and everything, and were able to take Citadel out. I'm wondering if it might turn out that Mason was the was the uh, the turncoat, because now he's never oh, going to get his memory yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Because now he's Kyle. Now he's Kyle. They could do that, and then you're kind of like, well, he's not that person now. How do you kind of balance that? Type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, which again, which again is a story story that we've heard before. (laughs) And so that was a thing. Like, go ahead. Real quick, to be fair, in the year 2023, it is really hard to come up with a story that nobody has heard in any way, shape, or form before. I mean. I mean, especially since the streaming services, I mean, they're making movies for the streaming services. They're they're turning, they're finally, which makes me happy, adaptations being made TV shows instead of movies because they always get screwed up when they're a movie a lot of times, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's there's good and bad. When you try to find original programming, though, it is difficult, you know, because immediately, I mean, you know, Karen's like, oh, I felt like I was watching this because it's this and this, you know, and she's not wrong. You know, I mean, we say that with TV shows all the time. I mean, yeah, people were comparing the arc, arc. I mean, while there's, no. you know, obvious differences, people were comparing the arc to the 100. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, all, I mean, nothing's new anymore to some extent. And when it is, it's that gem that does really well. And, but, yeah. I mean, you're never going to get something completely unique no matter what, just because. Right. Yeah. Too much television, too many movies. I mean, not, people, and I, not for nothing, though. They're not even necessarily copies. People have the same, you know, similar ideas, and they still, because yeah. they're based on whatever else, and inspiration's the same, that kind of thing. Right. But, um, but I will yeah, say, I mean, Rabbit Hole, while we've seen similar stories to what Rabbit Hole's doing, it's taken a unique turn because of John and how and and his character with this you know, sorting out different scenarios and everything, I think kind of gives it that different feel. Yeah, and it's surprising. So it can be done. Like, I've still been surprised. Yeah. I don't feel like every surprise I'm like, well, I've seen that coming, like we do for a lot of the shows. Yeah. I've definitely been surprised yeah. with it, so that's a good thing. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Quickly, there was that bit where, you know, AJ mentioned that um, the guy, what Mason's vial was broken, I mean, I, I think that was in the fight in the kitchen. I, we, you know, when we saw that fight in the kitchen, no, his, saw... his vial broke in the car accident. Oh, when uh, Bernard, yeah. Bernard got that shot. Before she, okay. That was shown when she took the it vial. It did. That was shown. Because we saw Nina pick up the vial. We never saw her inject herself. We just saw her suddenly be like, by the way, yeah. you know, now, right? I was She showed her holding it. Now, granted, um, I don't know if the versions I saw had effects completely finished, but I thought, because I was a little confused and I rewinded it, rewound it, I took it to be that when they showed her holding it like that after the fight, that that meant she had injected it like it was supposed to be empty. That was yes, kind of how I... I Jamie, I rewound it also because we saw her grab it from the box and then next thing we see her saying like, oh, you're going to be, you're going to wish I forgot you or whatever she says in that in that line of that. You're going to... Yeah. Whatever. We never saw her. Like, I'm waiting to see her inject herself with that thing, right? Which, of course, it, and it's ridiculous, but 
Um, I was a little disappointed, and I, and, and I felt like, you know, per, from what I've read about all these episodes being recut and redone and reshot and this and that and all this mess with, you know, trying to get to something that they felt they could air, um, like, wasn't that a thing that we should see? Like, I was like, wait, what? Like, we never yeah, I saw agree. her. Well, right? I agree, too. But you know how I, how it played to me? It, and it, which I feel is kind of stupid, but I feel like they meant to, that they did it on purpose to play it like by not showing us that she injected herself when she starts kicking ass, we it's like a shock to us, which it wasn't because yeah. <laughs> what else was going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of lazy. But you're right. It, it could, you're right though. They could have. They could have. That could be on the cutting room floor somewhere, her injecting herself because they're like, okay, we don't need her injecting herself. The audience knows she's going to inject herself. We need to cut off. We need to shave off another five seconds. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I I felt like I was waiting for it, and then you didn't even see it. Right. I mean, we did also see um, that Mason was having this, like, you know, we saw this whole part where, where he was like his muscle memory was coming back where, where, you know, he was like, Oh, you're a, you're a, you, like where Stanley Tucci is like talking him through sneaking around. That might have been the first episode. Um, and he's like, everything I say, like it was all coming back to him being a spy. It's like, you almost don't have to remember being a spy. It's all there to you. Right. And so we saw that there's a sense where this show has set it up that he doesn't need his memories back. He's inherently got some sort of subconscious kind of thing going on, right? Like, and yes, we need that he don't need it for the skills, but he's still going to be missing the. No, like, but yet we happened. saw, we saw the Nina character not inherently have those skills. Like it kind of pissed me off that the man had those skills came right back to him, but the woman did not have those skills come right back to her, and was getting her butt kicked and her ass kicked, and it was only when. She, I mean, I guess she injected herself off camera, and then it all comes. She gets her memories back, and now she's a super spy, right? That was a little annoying to me. That the man, Stanley Tucci's like, you can do this. I'll talk in your ear. Boom, 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 oh, you're a super fighter, whatever. You can do it. And the woman doesn't have it unless she gets her memory back, right? Isn't that what happened? Isn't that what we saw on that screen? Did you guys not feel that way about it? I didn't think about it that um, way, but you're right. You're not. You're not wrong. Well, you, all right. You're, you're you're not you're not completely you're not wrong at all. But but I'm not. I right. think part <laughs> of it. Well, no. <laughs> part of it is I think him throwing the knife at her and her being like, "What the hell are you doing?" I think that was yep, for comedy. Yeah. Obviously, that yeah. was a comedy moment. Yep. And even before she injected herself, yes, she was getting her ass kicked. Because oh, let's be fair, that that's that's a big dude. All right. And, you know, yeah. without yeah. the complete memory, without the memory, I mean, she did kind of hold her on a little bit. She, you know, she got a couple of good shots in there. It wasn't until she injected herself that she had the whole skill set. So she wasn't completely inept. But yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, I hadn't really thought about it like that. But she didn't, she didn't come to it as quickly as Mason did, which. The only thing I can think is they have to, to some extent, have Mason come to it on his own or there'd be no story because he has no way of getting the memories back. 
Like, if he didn't remember some of the skills, he wouldn't be able to fight with her type of thing. Yes, I get it. It's thin. It's very thin, and I totally think you're right. Yeah, no, it's it's extremely thin. But, I mean, I kind of get, like, I think they kind of have to do it to make the story make sense in a way. But you're right. She should have had the same thing. She should have had some kind of innate muscle memory or remembered how to fight because just because he's a guy doesn't mean that he'd be better at fighting. Like, she could have been – you know, she could have right. still remembered how to fight. I, I totally yeah, agree. I see how you're but seeing it, Karen, and it. and I agree with that. I just I don't know that, that was necessarily their intent. I think Jamie's right that I think the reason he has a better muscle memory is because he needs to come back to everything on his own without the juice, whereas anybody else that is going to need the juice isn't going to. You know, yeah. I think that I mean that's it, not it to was, say was that if he hadn't talked to her longer, she wouldn't have started remembering or if. It was a smaller guy fighting. I mean, we don't know, but I, well, I, was, I agree. Was, with no, it was, it was, it. They didn't think. I don't think. The, I think the problem is they didn't sexist. think it ahead. Yeah, kind of. They was, didn't but think I don't it think ahead. it was done to be sexist. Like I agree with you, but right. I don't think that. I think it's because he needs to remember, or there's no story. I do think the thing with the knife was comedy. Like it was yeah. something yeah. to be funny. Yeah. That's that's what so I'm. So it's kind of. I think when they wrote it, he's like, "Oh, I thought you'd catch it." I get that. Yeah. Yeah. When, when they wrote it, they didn't think about how it was going to play out and what it was going to look like to the audience, which is why I'm saying Karen's exactly right. It was definitely sexist, but I yeah, don't know that it was, it was intended but I don't think to be sexist. Well, and they probably didn't think that I would watch The Diplomat first and have, like, my <laughs> sexist oh my God. up, and then I would watch The Citadel and be like, are you fucking kidding me with this sexist bullshit? They all- they also, so. they also probably didn't expect you to read all like 30 reviews saying how awful the show was before you watched it either. Well, yes. Yeah, exactly to be I fair, I read zero reviews that commented on this. That this was my own thing in my own brain about no, the I know. Texas I know. This, this yeah. was not in the reviews. This is yeah. a nice you, you, were, you were looking for other things. You were like, all right, they were right about that. What else can I find? Uh, I mean, I'm not wrong. It's not I'm wrong kidding. that the no, you're man, not. You're not. You're the not man wrong has at all. muscle memory and the you're woman not wrong needs at all. Do you, my drugs. question is, do you think he's going to eventually get his memory back? So, cause I question yeah. the fact yep. that the science that they can, like, remotely erase your memory is weak to begin with. Yep. Well, yes. but yes. I, I don't have a problem with that science. Anywhere. It's, it's the point he's not it's, supposed it's, to be able to, but I question he won't. Anyway. It's the science in the show, so I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I mean, there's been crazier yeah. sciences and things we've watched. Right, but so I'm, just I'm okay saying, with that. I wonder if it's going to end up eventually that he will. Yes, I like, think so. Actually, I have a feeling that he probably will. Do you, do you know what the first thing I thought of was when Bernard says to him, um, "Be careful with that. It's the only one." My first thought was, seriously, <laughs> like you don't have it's a backup somewhere? Yet. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, that's just yes. stupid. Uh, yes. I mean, this is a show. Yeah. I texted you guys almost immediately. I texted you and said, are you kidding me? You put all the nuclear codes in the entire world into a single yep. briefcase. How stupid is that, right? And yeah. AJ's like, well, probably not. And so the idea that you only have one copy of your entire memories, AJ, you're probably right. There's probably another copy. And I, I think that if he doesn't get his memories back, is there a love triangle? Like, like, is the love triangle between his wife and Nina? Like, it's not established that he had a relationship with Nina, but in the first scene, they're very flirty. They have this very love yeah, kind of broken up kind of thing, right? They've been together. They've broken up, whatever. And, yes, he could still be flirty with her, but he's purely devoted to the wife. 
And if he doesn't get his memories back, where is that love triangle, right? Like, I feel like that also, AJ, you're right. Like, how, it's just stupid to only have one copy. It's, it's idiotic to not have a redundancy. So that's got to be coming, right? I, I really think that, it, I mean, it's just a theory of mine, but the way it's going to play, I feel like it, I can see it playing out is as they're investigating everything and they're like, okay, we got to figure out who the mole was and everything. And they're going to figure out that he was the mole and he, you know, it's going to play out with, I'm not that person anymore. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't, hmm. if there isn't yeah, another and copy, he doesn't, he doesn't completely his get his memory back. back. That would make oh, cool. like if he deleted his own yeah. second copy. Yeah. Again, now, again, now as far as, as, as yeah. far as the love triangle, um, you know, I, the way it should go, I mean, he is completely devoted to his wife and kids, 110%. So yeah. I feel like for him to, regardless of whether he gets his memories back or not, I don't feel like he had that kind of commitment with, ne- with uh, Nina, right? Yeah. yeah. Nina, yeah. Um, I don't feel like they had that kind of commitment to each other. You know, while I agree. there might have been some hot sex there, uh, you know, with two pretty people, um, I, I don't feel like, and, and that's, but unfortunately that's probably the way the story will end up going. Remember though, or maybe not, I don't know. After all, whatever happened, happened though. Right. Like he didn't yeah. know his wife back when he knew Nina. So. We, well, and I also think, I also think that while you're correct that they have established as we, he's devoted to his wife, he's in love with his wife and child, they're important to him. I don't feel that they only been two episodes, so they haven't had a chance yet to establish a really deep, loving bond between them. Like, I know he loves her because they told me he loves her, and he told me he loves her. But, you know, I mean, I gotta say, what's the actor's name who plays Mason? Um, he and Priyanka Chopra have undeniable chemistry on screen. Those two are the best yeah. part of the show. Is those two together on screen, like, sparks are flying, right? And um, that's one of the best parts of the show. Um, okay, him and his suburban soccer mom wife are not going to have those kind of sparks, but I think they need to, in the coming couple of episodes, show me that a little bit more. Like, I like the wife. I like you know what, kid, But I feel, I don't know. I there. think... I, I, I see. I actually, I felt like him and I felt like Richard Mann and Ashley Cummings had really good chemistry together. You know, okay. they looked okay. like a couple that had, they looked like a couple that has been together for eight years or however. Been, yeah. Okay. However long right. it's been. That's fair enough. You know, fair enough. I think, yeah, I, I can't, see, I can't say, I know further ahead, so I can't really say anything more at this point. Yeah. It's a different kind of chemistry, but it's that, Loving, you know what I mean? Like you could, I, I, know, I can, yep. I can see how the, their love from eight years for for the last eight years, you know. All right. I mean, and that's, I mean, one thing, that's cool. One thing, one thing I'll say is, you thought I, that's cool. Yeah. One thing I'll say is this is definitely a step up for Ashley Cummings from her last project that we saw her in. Which was what was it? Nosferatu. Uh, yeah, I was just how you say it. Oh, oh, she was in Nosferatu. Yes. She was Vic. She was Vic in Nosferatu. Oh my God, we hated that. Mm. Uh, well, you and I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't hate her. We thought she was good. Actually. No, she was probably we, the high like, point of we, it. Yeah. 
Yeah, her and her and her mom. We like the we like the family stuff. Yeah. Um I mean that's fair. So to me I didn't really see that spark, but if other people saw it then it, whatever, that's fine. I I just missed it. Um but I mean that's gonna be the conflict for this character, right? Is the, the wife and kid and yeah. and 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 Nina. It's almost kind of not a choice, I think, also. I mean, I guess if you're, a, you know, you have this past spark, but you have a beautiful family. I don't know. It's a little bit, you know what? Now I'm going to make another comparison, a little bit like um, uh, True Lies, where where the Jimmy Lee Curtis character is like, oh, you know, we um, – my husband's a spy. She, you know, there's this whole like idea of this sexy spy relationship, but the secret family at home, and which is more important, right? Remember that? That I mean, that was kind of yeah. Like I'm giving a little too much heft to True Lies, which at its very basic <laughs> level is two hot people shooting a tango and shooting guns. Um, <laughs> but there was that part of it where, like, is your spy? Thing more important than your family, and it wasn't. Um, right. So that whatever. When I say that's where that's going, what do I really know what I'm talking about? Right. Whatever. Shut me up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. Well, it's a lot of money, yeah. and it's going wherever, and we'll see what happens. We got we got four. Yeah, yeah we got four episodes left, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. I'll give it some time. All right. So, all right. Talk about it next week. Two more next week, or one more? Is it gonna be one more or two more per week? I don't know. I, I want to say one, but don't. I'm not 100 percent sure. I can look at it real quick. I feel like I think I think it's one, but I could be wrong. Usually it's one, but I'm not. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I got. I got to say, it was definitely smart of them to drop the first two. Because had I just watched the first episode, I might have been a There's little no more way. annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So. All right. All right. At least, at least in this. A- anything. Not. Oh wait. Yes, yeah. it does. Any, anything else? Citadel oh. consists of six episodes with two premiering on April 28th and one episode rolling out weekly through May 26th. So, no, there's one. All right. So, one there we more go. next week. And that is from the press release I have. So, All that's right. true. All right. Well, so. I guess that's it for me since I haven't seen the other show yet. Um, I may try to watch it if I have time. Um, I wanted to see it. I thought it looked pretty good. But after Mrs. Listening Davis? To you, yeah. But after oh, listening yeah. to you, too, I don't know. But that's where I said shit read reviews now. But we we tend to sometimes think similar, so I don't know. It makes me weary of, of spending, you know, it's, putting that many hours into it. But uh, don't have time right now anyway. It's weird. So. Not what I was expecting at all. Other stuff to do, yeah. The only other show I've yeah, seen. Yeah, Jamie, you've got enough stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, i got enough stuff to see now. But I was going to say, I did see one show that isn't really the kind of things we watch, but um, Primo, which is kind of like a, a sitcom, I guess you'd call it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's not the kind of show we cover, but I just was going to say, I did see it, and I thought it was pretty good. Like, I wanted to see more of it. I enjoyed it. It was funny. Um, it's not like a serious Actually, thing or anything, but I thought it was pretty good. Speaking of things coming up, 
Um, you, have you seen all of Silo or just a couple episodes? No, I've seen all of it. All of it. How'd you like it? I liked it. Or, yeah, I saw all of it. I'm like, wait, did I see all of it? It's on a, it's on a ch- what channel? It's on a channel that I don't have. It's Apple, 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 Time, right? Apple TV. Apple, yeah. It's on Apple, Apple TV. Uh, I won't watch yeah. it. I read the book. I read the book, but I don't have Yeah, Apple, I, so I, I liked it. Show. It's a different show. I didn't expect a lot of it to be, like I said, a lot of it is sort of um, like weekly like sort of mystery, a little. It's not completely, but like it's got like mystery of the week yeah. thing, which I didn't sort of expect. Is but it's got a lot of over, you know. Yeah, I watched uh, the trailer. I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, "Oh, is that show Jamie was talking about?" And I was like, "That yeah, seems yeah, kind of good. interesting." Actually, you know what? You yeah, know what kind of vibe good. I got from it? A little bit was Hunger Games. Yeah, like Hunger so, Games, but, but not. I that but like, but Hunger movie. Games, but but, the but tone, part three like, when they're when they're the, that's what I mean. The tone, like in you know, like like the part three when they're in the bunker and they're re- rebelling yeah, against yeah. everything. That that's what it kind of you know. And they're like, it, don't go outside. Like they're that, like, why not? I see what you mean. It's not. No, I know. Like it's just the, the yeah, the tone, the tone of it. Well, and Silo, is kind of part of it. Like I've read Wool. You haven't read Wool, Jamie, right? I've read Wool. I've read Silo. I've read Sam. Like Hugh Howie has a bunch of books and and I've read Silo and I you know it's the mystery happening in that incredible silo they live in at the end of the world or in the post whatever happened in the world um, but I you know not having Apple I, I don't know that I'm ever going to watch it um, which is too bad because I, I do really like the Hugh Howie novels um, I haven't read how much it Hughes close to how close it is to it or or whatever. And I don't know if Apple has any intention to make his other books into I don't know if there's an intention to make any of his other books into a show. And the interesting thing is that I think Hugh Howie was like a self published Amazon guy. I don't think he was a if I remember correctly, I think he sort of got his own books on Amazon and and they kinda of took off and he wasn't like a traditionally published author. Cool. I, I, think, I think. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I got to tell you anyway. guys, I watched everything on TV this week to try to put off Mrs. Davis, which I hate so much. I watched every spy show on every channel ever. I watched like a million minutes of television, and in the end, I had to watch let Mrs. Me, Davis for this podcast. Let me let me well, let me put it to you this way: the, my week began. I I was like, I want I watched the. Uh, that movie ghosted with Anna de Armas and uh, Chris Evans on, uh, on Apple. And uh, right before I started to watch it, I'm like, ah, should I watch Miss Davis? And I'm like, nah, I'm watching a movie. I'll watch Miss Davis later. And then the next day it was, and the next day it was, Oh, the rookie and rookie feds were, are back on. Finally. I, oh, I got to watch Miss Davis. Ah, you know what? I'll, I'll get to it before the podcast. <laughs> And you guys are making me feel like then, I should go rush and watch it. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, don't go, don't, don't no, rush I, to go watch it. <laughs> I was more interested, I think, yeah. because it was about AI and it made it sound interesting. But and the actor was a good. But let me tell uh, you, but yeah, doesn't sound like let's between, this way. I found out about it because. Week, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, AJ, go. I found out about Miss Davis because I was, you know, I just. An article caught my eye, and it was like the 10 TV shows that everybody has to watch 
and Miss Davis was on that list. Some of the other ones I was already Wait, watching. Did, I think one of them was Damon Yeah, and it's Damon Lindelof too. That's another reason I was like, okay, you know, I'm like I'm reading the blurb about it, and I'm like, this does sound kind of interesting. And it's Damon Lindelof, so I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, what the? Hell? I was like, she's a nun? I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And, oh. and each week, I just more and more going, what the hell? There are some things I like about it, but Karen and I get into that more once Jamie says goodnight. <laughs> and we I, I got to tell you, Jamie, it, since last week, since the last Mrs. Davis a week ago, I watched eight episodes of The Diplomat. I watched at least six or eight episodes of The Night Agent. I watched three episodes of, what is that crappy, The Consultant. I watched, tried to watch The Gray Man. I have tried to watch every single show that's out there to avoid Mrs. Davis, which I watched today, and I was like, whatever, it's not, you know, it's actually better than some of this crap stuff that I watched, but it's not, like, yeah, I I really, Mrs. Davis, uh, Jamie, don't, don't. Let us finish (laughs) talking about it, and you get on the show, okay? All right, well, I'm going to go. You guys talk about it. Um, All right, good luck with whatever you got going on. Yeah, next week we'll, if you guys have seen Silo, maybe we'll, we'll talk a bit about it. I know right. Karen, we don't, don't have it. Apple. Maybe, maybe you'll get a preview or something. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys later then. All right. Night. Bye. Bye bye. All right. Let's talk about Mrs. Davis. Uh, AJ, I do so, not like this show. And I watched it this week. I, and it was, I think we need to stop, Karen. I think we need to stop. It was, <laughs> it was kind of better and yet a gigantic waste of time this week. Like this entire episode was basically a flashback to remember last week when you were like oh my god in the end it turns out that video is a commercial what the hell that's so annoying and then this episode is almost entirely a flashback into how and why that commercial commercial was made yeah right like i'd say 75 percent of this episode was about that oh yeah um, the only parts that weren't about that was when they were on when they like would cut into it and, and and be on the beach like when wiley would make a comment or something Otherwise, it was all about the flashback. And Schrodinger was like, will you shut up? You're so annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then in the last, like, maybe three minutes of the episode, they reveal that Clara's liver was the liver that was transplanted into both Lizzie and Wiley when they were children, right? Yep. And so because they have the liver, I'm not even sure what that means. That means that. Maybe, what does it mean? They could maybe drink out of the grill because when the mouse drank out of the grill, the mouse died, but then the cat ate the mouse and whatever, right? And didn't. Yeah. So, So yeah. Maybe they could drink out of it and, yeah. If you get the, uh, if you get, if you get uh, essence of the grail secondhand, you're okay. And Schrodinger's theory is, if if you drink from the grail and you're immune, that you'll destroy the grail. Unproven, but whatever, and, yeah. Well, it's a theory. Again, theory, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a theory. Um, um, I, I, I mean, how, did you, how did you like this episode? I'll say this about the episode. It actually answered a bunch of questions, like, you know, like the episode when he falls on the sneakers, and it's like, why are there like thousands of boxes of sneakers buried under the Vatican? <laughs> you know, yeah. 
And now yeah. we find out mm-hmm. in this episode what we find out in this episode why, you know, we find out, yeah. you know, the, the whole thing about the grail needing to be in constant movement, otherwise it emits a foul Dumb. odor, is so Dumb. stupid. And the fact that he and the fact that he yeah. gave it to a whale, yeah, uh, Dumb. It's just, yeah. I mean, there's just. But one thing I will say about it is I kind of like the inter- the spiritual interpretation of things of how they, you know. I like that when um, Lizzie closes her eyes, she's actually there, you know, there with Jesus and everything, you know. I like that aspect. I think that's kind of an interesting way to to do it, you know, to, you know, I mean, and, and I like the fact that they've established it's not just in her head that she's, like, transported to heaven or wherever the heck. And I love, I love the fact that they make God, like, vengeful, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I well, love, I love no, that's not really clear. Should, that's not really clear. Like well, when when uh, Jesus so has, the, has Jesus, she right, says that's that's the and Jesus is like, no, it wasn't. Like when Jesus has a like in the beginning, he's got like a he's been in a fight and he's bruised, he's got a cut in his right. head, right? And Lizzie says, was yeah. that the boss? And he's like, no, it's not the boss. It wasn't the boss. And she doesn't really believe him, but that doesn't mean that he's not telling her the truth. Like, well, no, I don't not, believe that Jesus ever doesn't tell the truth. He always that's not why truth, I, think, in every, I feel that way. I, I, I feel that way because when she, uh, she, she made some kind of comment, and then, like, the, the room shook, you know? And she oh, was yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, you know that, that's what I mean. I just, you know, like, and there's been other times where, and, and she's okay. been like, I'll talk to the boss. And, right. and Jesus is like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the point is, I, I just, I, yeah. I, so vengeful might be the wrong word. Vengeful might be the wrong word. That's paying attention. And God is maybe not always happy with Lizzie, what Lizzie is doing. But yeah. vengeful yeah. is not. Ven- yeah. Vengeful might be the wrong word. I mean, Lizzie's but, not. But I like the know. way... I like the way it's depicted yeah. and everything. Um, you know, for me, my question would be, you know, I want to know why Lizzie hasn't gone to, to Jay and been like, hey, why when you made the bowl does it smell? Like, what did you do to it to make it smell? <laughs> uh, not Well, Jesus didn't do it, right? I mean, I think maybe Jesus didn't do it or create it, but whatever, yeah, that's fair. Why did not she ask her husband about that? I thought, okay, my my... my, my my, my knowledge of Catholicism is, isn't as good as yours, oh, but yeah, I thought yeah. Jesus oh, crafted, yeah. right. crafted the right. Holy Grail. It's the drink that – it's the cup that Jesus drank from at the Last Supper. You're correct. Yeah, it's the right. cup Jesus drank from at the Last Supper. And he drops it, and it cracks, yeah. Um, right? Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, uh, so I do think it's clear that Jay slash Jesus is not telling Lizzie – even remotely any part of the truth at any point, right? He's always being very cagey and saying, like, just go buy the cake and give it to the Pope. I promise it'll make sense. Uh, that doesn't make him a bad guy, right? That makes oh, Jesus no, all, all, right? Jesus is all knowing and maybe can't tell her or whatever. Um, but I agree with you. I, I do like that relationship and, and you know, for me, you know, being a Catholic person who actually, you know, I worked for the Catholic Church, 
I'm not like a super crazy devout person, but I'm a, you know, I went to Catholic school, whatever. Um, and I find it a pretty interesting and cool way of representing her relationship with her faith, right? I like that. We talked about it last week. Um, and I like her being like, the, the way this week, like, Lizzie feels like, is Jesus lying to her? Is he not telling her the truth? Is he misleading her? Like, all of her doubts are kind of cool, I think, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, and, I like, and, and, like, and then she's like, oh, wait, I love you, I love you, I love you, it's fine, I love you. Yeah. I like That's the way they're cool. doing it because, like you said, he's never lied to her. But he doesn't always tell her the whole story, which is fine because it, he, yeah. you know, and he tells her things in ways like, like the whole, yeah, like the thing with the cake, you know, and it, it kind of, and it, I like the way that it kind of rings true because like, you know, that's part of the whole faith is, you know, you can't be told what to do. You have to kind of figure things out on your own. Otherwise, what's the point, you know? So I kind of felt like that, yeah. that scene with the cake, that kind of like was that type of thing. Um, but back to the Clara thing. I don't know about you, but I was expecting it, and I still laughed out hysterically when Clara's head went pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, I did find it was funny. It was a little preachery again, right? We talked about that. And yet, and yet the whole episode was a giant waste of time because we get the long, 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 long backstory about Matilda and Clara and their terrible relationship and this and that and that. In the end, she has to sleep with her father and then she dies. And it was kind of, we get invested in this whole story and then her head blows off, so we're not going to meet her. She's never going to be a, a, a character. Right. And what does it really mean for Lizzie and Wiley to have heard this whole story? Right? I'm not really sure. You find out about the liver. Oh, yeah. That was the whole the liver, point of the story. But, but it was like 55 That's, minutes of a long character right. explanation that is never going to pay off. It doesn't mean anything, right? But that's what I'm saying. The whole, the whole payoff at the end of the episode, that was literally the point that they took 55 yeah. minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure. Which was maybe 35 what, minutes too long, in my opinion, honestly, right? Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, overall, I'm not really sure what the point of the show even is. I know she's on this mission to find the grail and destroy it because the AI asked her to, which is ironic because she hates the grail because she blames the grail for her father's death, which yeah. honestly, I wish they, they would kind of get back to that. I'd like to see that flashback to see why she thinks yep. the, you know, the yeah. AI ha had anything to do with her father's death. I mean, maybe the AI told her dad, go do this magic trick. You've got this in the bag. And he didn't, <laughs> or it turns out that her mother's yeah. right. And he faked his death. Um, you know, well, that you know, would be I kind of interesting. Week but... I felt like I felt like the anti-algorithm business has sort of not really been strong enough or played enough for me, right? Like we we heard nothing of the algorithm yeah. really for the last two weeks, and we had this whole separate thing with the Holy Grail going on. And um, I mean, so the similarities I see to Preacher are really not based on the divine. Like in in preacher, the you know there's the whole thing with the voice of the divine and the voice of God and all that, right? Um, it's not really why I see similarities here. They're more in tone and style, and you know. 
Um, yeah, no, I got one. I get why you see it. Uh, it's just preach. Well, this preacher was interesting. This is kind of blah. It's kind of blah. Like I'm not really sure what this whole episode, this last hour, really meant or where it took us, and and what it means. I mean, there were some funny moments. I, you know, it, it was entertaining to see Wiley and Lizzie constantly interrupt Schrodinger, and he's like, will you stop? I'm trying to tell you a story. And they're like, okay, well, you know, that was, that was humorous. It wasn't hilarious. Um, yeah. You know, and there was a a story about and a, this is what, episode a five? girl. Oh, yeah, and there was a story about a young woman who whose mother couldn't love her because she's committed to her job and her vocation and, like, whatever, but it wasn't really, like, what the hell's going on? Like, I don't even, like, what? Why am I watching this? I really, I really, AJ, I'm surprised at the critical acclaim the show is getting. And yeah, I, I, don't I see headlines that say things like, like Mrs. Davis is a successor to, to Watchmen and The Leftovers. And I'm like, no, it's not. Just because Damon Lindelof wrote it doesn't make it this good. It's not as good. Like, what? I, don't, I really don't like this yeah. show. I'm only watching it because we talk about it every week. I would be happy to not finish the finish this show, actually. Yeah, I'm not okay. at all I, honestly, interested in the resolution. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking this whole this whole week. I mean, we both were pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it. Off. I mean, I actually watched it in two days. I watched it at work on mm-hmm. my lunch break. I watched the first half of my lunch break yesterday, and I watched the second half today of my lunch break. Yeah. I watched it on my phone because I don't care enough to watch it on the TV. Yeah. And meanwhile, our new favorite show, The Diplomat, I watched in like two days, right? Ooh, Eight episodes I, in two days. I had to watch. Takes- I had to watch it in. I I had to watch it in three because I just didn't have the time to finish it yesterday. Yeah, you, you got a different kind of a job and a family, whatever. But anyway, yeah, Mrs. Davis, not not. I don't recommend it. I don't really. Yeah. Need much redeeming about it. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, and, and you know as funny, I said I'm last not, week. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I uh, I find I find Lizzie somewhat interesting. I don't find anybody. I like, I could care less about Wiley. I wouldn't be. Oh I would. Yeah. I would actually not mind it if Wiley disappeared and she was on this journey on her own. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and. You know, as we've discussed last week, it's not like you and I don't like kooky television. We 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 yeah. loved Legion. We love Twin Peaks. We stuck with we liked Preacher a lot in the beginning. We stuck with it to the end. We we are not we like kooky television. We loved Watchmen. Watchmen was amazing. Watchmen was an incredible show, right? Yeah. Um, and Mrs. Davis is just not yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> unless right. you have anything else to add. Speaking of the diplomat, oh my God! Do you like it? Do you like it? <clears throat> Just a little bit. You know what's oh. funny? The, one of the first when they, when when they got to the point with you know this um, when they thought that Russians <laughs> were behind everything, I was like, this is kind of funny because you know she played a Russian spy on the Americans, and now she's on the other side of the table. <laughs> yeah. But she's kind of playing the same person in a sense, right? She's playing a person who is yeah. so committed to her country and yep. her job and, and to, like, the thing that she does. And, 
and at the expense of her relationships and the people around her because she's so committed, right? She's kind of the same person. Um, have you yeah, finished it? Have you watched the whole days, thing? Yeah, yeah I finished finish it today. It? I, yep. I really... I watched, I watched four the first I day, I watched two yesterday, and then I watched the last two today. I mean, I, I yeah. thought, and for people who are listening who haven't watched it, I think it had a really good story, a really, it's a little complicated conspiracy kind of thing that you've got to pay attention to, but no worse than a lot of other shows. Um, and the characters are pretty well defined. You know, I, I have a small issue with the with the main character, with the with the Carrie Russell character. Her name is, what's her name? Um, uh, Kate. Kate. Um, I have a minor issue with this idea that a woman who is competent and smart and a straight shooter can't also own a hairbrush. Like bothers me. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like Well they they actually addressed that when uh one of her assistants like very cautiously and quietly and carefully puts the hairbrush on the table. <laughs> when she yeah, came yeah. back she came back from Washington. <laughs> yeah. Well I like the part where she gets yogurt on her suit and then later she says like yeah. This is why I wear black. This is why I wear black. This wouldn't yeah. show up on a black suit. And I, I appreciate that. But I, I really don't think that she could be at the level she's at in her own career and be married to a man who's a former ambassador, right? How was an ambassador? She's an ambassador's wife. And she literally, like, won't brush her hair or put on a skirt? Like, come on. Like, I, I think it's a little – I don't know. I feel like – you know, as well, a woman who has a job watch, myself, I, you know I, I, I feel like did you she watch, could brush her own hair. Did you watch Homeland? Yeah. Mm, not all of it, but I watched a good early chunk of it. I, I definitely get a Carrie vibe from her in certain aspects. Yeah. Carrie was yeah. very much like that. Carrie, Carrie was very much business suits, no dresses. Because when you think about, like, she's, you know, sounds like, for, for Kate, most of her career also was in the Middle East, you know? I mean, she was supposed to be yeah. going to Cabo, you know? So I get yeah. why she's more of that type of person that doesn't do dresses at I mean, work because yeah. it's not, you know? I get it. And, and, the, and the creator of this show, I forget her name, but the creator of the yeah. show was a writer on both Homeland and The West Wing. So oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that about the writer. Yeah. I do think it's possible to brush your hair under a headscarf. And yes. I, I, right, and I, I think that Hal was an ambassador. She she has combed her hair before, so to me, there's a little yeah. bit there. But you know, there's a little bit the stereotypical woman who she's a straight shooter. She can't also be like you know she's whatever. But in general, I love the character. I love yeah. the dynamic with her and her horrible husband Hal, who's like oh Hal you know, is, is he is, is Hal great, is something horrible. Yeah. But yeah. I gotta say, I mean, Rufus Sewell is killing it. I mean, he he's played this, these type of characters before, but it's like, yep. it's like you wanna you wanna hate Hal. You want him to leave. You want you feel like she would be so much more successful without him around. But at the same time, he is so charismatic and he's such a character that you don't want him to go. <laughs> like I don't want yeah. it's like I don't want them to be I don't want them to be together because I want to see the sparks between her and uh, and the, her British counterpart there. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And it's but like how, time, how but, but her and Hal, they just they Hal have, is helping her. Every time yeah. he's helping her, it's like, is he really helping himself? And there's that whole part where yeah. she's like, wait a minute, you told me to torpedo the Secretary of State, and now you're going for Secretary of State. Like, he's he's the worst. He's a great husband, and he's the worst husband at the same time, right? He's so yeah. horrible. Yeah. And he's like, every time he helps her, and yet then he he undermines her. He's trying to advance. Like, they're so competitive, and yet he has this, like, sexual dysfunction, right? He, he's like, oh, I can't get it up for anyone except you. I'm like, which I'm not sure, like, to Hal, that's love. Hal's like, I love you so much that I can't get it up for anyone except you. I, I'm not sure that's true love or that's I dysfunction. I don't know the history on that. So whatever I, yeah, is, I, don't, right? I don't know. I'd have to, but, I'd have to Google show, to see if that's a thing. That's what he says in the thing, show, though. right? In yeah. the show, he yeah, says that. that. Like, he can't get it up except for yep. her. Um, yeah. I'm not really, I don't know that I, like, uh, that's not necessarily true love, but he's so, he's so untrust. like, I don't know, every time he, I don't know, like, I believe he loves her, you know, but I believe he loves himself more, maybe, right? I'm it's like, really it's, sure and that's the thing, like, there. when, when he was, when he was trying to be the wife, um, I, I believe he was genuinely trying but he just can't like as much like as yeah. as many you know as much progress as he made in that area, it's like it, you know it can't last. You know it's he's not gonna too, last. Yeah. You know, he's and, too and it doesn't help that too competitive, right? Yeah. Well, well, it also doesn't help that he's really good at his job, like you know, and he has the connections and he has people that are willing to tell him things that are, they're not going to tell. You know what I mean? So her having him on her team is a good thing for her but the question always is what is he also doing at the same time for himself you know how is he going to torpedo her to advance himself well and apparently he did something we don't know what it is but he sort of persona non grata in the white house right like he did some shit that made him like lose his job nobody will hire him right he can't get another job well it's connected connected, well yeah it's connected to gannon yeah yeah um, because because of the shit he did with Gannon, I mean, uh, what you call it? Michael McKean even says it, you know, when she's when they're like we're sending you to London, and she's like, no, she's like I'm going to Cabo, and they're like not anymore. They're like she's like I'm not good at this. It's like that's no, I don't want that position. They're like send Hal, and yeah. Mike McKean says he's like I can't send McKean, Hal. I yeah. promised I would. I promised Gannon I would never send Hal anywhere again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like how's the worst? Like he's done a lot of bad shit. And they don't want him around anymore. But he, like, it's a really interesting relationship where she is so competent in her own right, um, but she's not the sort of back-channel operator that Hal is, and he just can't help doing it without asking her. Like, when they're working together, they do a great job. But when he under... It's so good. Like, like, I just feel like the actual mystery was maybe not that good at first, like, like the ship being bombed, the, the British ship being bombed in, in like, Iraqi waters yeah. or not, or in Saudi waters in the Iraqis. Like, in the beginning, I felt that was a very um, simplistic and maybe irresponsible storyline, right, to have a British ship bomb. And then I was like, then it gets so complicated, all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I, I right? Like, 
who did it was the Russians, was not the Russians, was the actual prime minister. Like all that was so cool, and the way, the way Kate—it's not a mystery of the week. She doesn't solve a, she doesn't like solve a problem every week, but these big. She's so good at this. It's like she's amazing. I I love I loved every episode. Yeah, I did too. I I mean I couldn't like I said I would have probably sat here for eight hours and watched the whole damn thing if I could have. Yeah, and you know, almost everyone like, I know last, loves it. And it's actually funny. Like last night, I watched the, you know, I watched episode five, and it was like ten minutes to twelve by the time I finished, and I was like, I need to go to bed. I was like, nope. I, I was like, <laughs> I am more. watching One the next more. episode, because I, I knew I could do two today. So I said, I am watching the next episode, so I could do two tomorrow, so Karen and I can talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like and and, I don't, and honestly, I don't remember the last time I felt like that about a TV show where I was like, I cannot wait to see this next episode. Oh yeah. Um, and you kind of, you know, I kind of felt at the end of it like I was disappointed because I was like, oh, here I watched the whole thing in like a week, and now I got to wait forever. Uh-huh. To exactly. I felt the same way. Now. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, but it even I, I it even like says it. On, it says that on Netflix already, like, at the end of the episode, when it goes back to the screen, it says another season is coming. <laughs> yeah. But I almost kind of wish I watched one episode a week for a week so I wouldn't have to wait now for, like, at least a year. Um, How would you like the ending? How did you like the way it ends with um, – I tell you what, that was crazy. Um Yeah. It, it was, you know, with with the way, you know, with them sorting it through, you know, her and um, oh, I can't think of his name, the uh, <clears throat> the guy who works in her office, secretary, the the British, no, the British oh, no, secretary. The British yeah, his name is like it's not yeah. Denim, but it's something like that. Den- yeah, Denning, 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 yeah. Um, when they were working through it, you know, when she was all pissed off, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I would have to sign off on something like that." And like all of a sudden, her wheels start spinning, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she throws the phones in her purse so they can't, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you know, and she's like, "Who?" Yeah. You know, and like they come to the conclusion that, you know, the prime minister that the uh, prime minister hired the guy himself to bomb his own ship to start a war with, with uh. Iran. With Iraq. Iran. It was like... His own political, yeah. To, yeah, to, and to then, continue his own what, political... Yep. And then, you know, and, and then, of course, the car explosion... Me with this guy, yeah. Which, that, I'll tell you what, that caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting anything like that. Like, I didn't... I, nope. I, I, I was kind of confused, like, what the big deal was. Like, I was trying to understand what, you know... And then, you know, the way it ends, I feel like uh, he wanted to talk to Hal because I, I get the feeling this guy knows something about Well, that guy, the broader... that guy who was a member of parliament who approached Hal at the yeah. speech who wanted to talk to him and yeah. was like, meet me at the bar, yeah. Yeah. Like that guy knows something. I feel like he's right? got, yeah, I feel like he doesn't know anything anymore because he, he's, he's, he's dead. <laughs> sidewalk chalk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's I mean, the other thing. I mean, how close, you know, and that's the other thing. How close was Hal and, um, I can't remember his the, name either. Jeez, you think, yeah, a show guy, I like this. Yeah. A show that I like this much, you think I would know more of the names. <laughs> that I wouldn't forget them. That, 
That guy who was Kate's assistant in the embassy, her like yeah. deputy special assistant guy. Yeah, he was close. Hal was close. Hal was very close, yeah. right? But I feel like there's no See, way I, Hal can die because how can no? I mean, Hal no, is such an so incredible either. part of the story. How could you tell the story without him? Hey, and you know that's the other great thing about the show. All the all the all the uh, supporting characters were great too. Like I love the B storyline with her with her deputy guy there and the CIA woman. Their <laughs> relationship yeah. and everything. Yeah. 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 Which I totally saw that coming. When she got before she when she got in bed, I totally saw that coming. I had yeah. a feeling those two were together. But I mean even that I, I thought you know, I wasn't it wasn't one of those shows where like, you know, when they were on the screen it was like, Oh, I'll get back to the A story. I was I I was intrigued by their story too. And, and all the inner workings of everybody involved. Like I yeah. I don't think there's I don't think there's a scene I didn't like. Like, everything was intriguing. Yeah. And I, I tell you, I loved, you know, you say that, you know, it was kind of thin with, you know, the whole the bombing in the first place. But everything that comes after that with all those meetings and, and you know, w- you know, watching them all work through things and, and come and think, okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? And all the different ways they try and play each other to get what they want. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. all that to me was just so, so incredibly intriguing. But I got to tell you, yes. you know what hooked me immediately? I was hooked on this show 20 minutes in because when she's getting changed and she goes over to Hal and sticks her armpit in his fucking face, and he's like, it's not great. Really? <laughs> I laughed my ass off. I thought, I said, I, I, I looked, I was like, that is some true love marriage shit right there. <laughs> you know? Really? I loved that. I, you know, I wondered about I thought that. It was on hilarious. the one hand, I thought, as a grown woman, I know I thought, okay, this is like a married couple, you know, would Alyssa be like, AJ, do I smell? Do I need urine? Whatever. That, is that really realistic married couple? On the other hand, I thought, this is a grown professional woman who doesn't know if she needs deodorant unless she asks her husband. Like, what? I wasn't really sure well, how to yeah, take that episode. You know what? Actually, that, 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 actually that, that was something that was something I said, said to myself afterwards, though. I was I did I did wonder if she had some kind of problem smelling. <laughs> Cuz usually yeah. I mean we've all done it where we're like we like you know turn our heads inside lift our arm and go you know we like own, yeah. or ooh <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that yeah. seemed like I mean Alyssa would never do that to me. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, but there are there, but there are certain little married quirks that people do to each other that that you might see on yeah. TV and be like who the hell does that? And so you know, for you as a married so, person, that rang true. That yeah, for me that I looked that I was like that is a totally you know like, and it's funny because my first initial reaction was that is a loving thing. That is some some people have been married for a minute, and that you know that is just some married shit right there. But then you find out yeah. that they're not happy. Well, she's not happy, and wants to divorce well, them. You can so see it's, why. It's, it's kind of yeah. like it's it's a very it's a it's a very I mean it's such an interesting relationship because she wants to divorce him yet she doesn't you know and it's like i mean he has that scene where he's like yeah we're not getting divorced but she said she's divorcing you he's like yeah she says it all the time she's not going anywhere she goes she'll tell me to leave and then she'll ask me to stay like he which you know and she even has that conversation with dennings later where you know she's like you know after all these years you think i would have learned by now i just need to break it off you know it's like how many times do do we have to do the same dance over and over and over again 
Well, I mean, they're so messed up because their relationship and any sort of loving whatever they have between them is so tied up in their professional careers yeah. that it can't be undone. And, like, like, so there's the, the part with them having sex and whether it's functional or whatever and they love, but kind of like the way he shows love for her is to make a call to Washington to solve a problem for her or to, right. you know... And then he'll, like, undermine her by advancing his own career. But, uh, like, yeah. the way the way he you know shows what? love is so tied up in, in their work. Yeah. It's, like, really messed yeah, up, absolutely. Right? You know, something else that I, I get why she was so pissed off when she put the pieces together. And she was like, oh, my God, you want Gannon's job. You want to be secretary. Yeah. While I get why she was pissed off, all I could think is, <laughs> Who cares? Because you're going to be VP and you're going to be his boss. Mm. No, but they can't. See? They can't be VP. You cannot have a married couple be VP. And only one of them gets the job. Why, can't a married couple be VP and, and, and Secretary of State? Is there a law that I don't know about? Well, I mean, is there a law? I don't know. I don't think there's a law because when the Constitution was written, it was inconceivable that women would ever have jobs in the first place, right? It was That's written in like 1792 well, I mean, or whatever, right? It could have been um, amend, amendments since then, but... I mean, I think the separation I mean, of powers would dictate that you can't have a Secretary of State who... who uh, and I think the American people wouldn't talk... I mean, I just think it wouldn't happen. It could not happen, right? Like, politically speaking, it's a non I don't know, though. They don't both get the job. I, I mean, and I think that's part of the tension on the show is that when she feels he's undermining her for him to be Secretary of State, he's going to sacrifice her chances to be VP so he could be Secretary of Defense or whatever. State Defense, right? State? What's yeah. he going for? Defense. Um, I think they both can't get the job, and I think he's willing to sacrifice her, and, and I, I get the impression that maybe that's always been the case. He seems to be a little older, a little more successful, a little more political. She's a career foreign service officer. She's been happy working in the trenches, right? And I think he's going to – I don't think they can both get that job, the two jobs. I don't think a married couple could be Secretary of Defense and VP. I, I think it, it would never – yeah, is it unconstitutional? Probably not. Could it ever really happen? Probably not also, right? Like, you're going to have, like, look at all the opposition to, like, Hillary Clinton having any sort of authority in Bill Clinton's administration. It just was not a non-sorter for the American people, right? I don't know. Anyway, that's where I see the show going. Wait, I don't really know, but I see the show going in this direction that for how to pursue this would mean sacrificing Kate's chances. And that's partly why she was so mad because her husband is like, well, I'm going to go for this thing and you can just not get your thing. Which is ironic considering she didn't even want it at first. (laughs) No, she didn't. She didn't. But she's, I mean, it's the right place for her. She needs to be there, right? Um, Yeah. It's so great. I think it's so great. I think it's so, I mean, I love these two characters. The mystery is pretty good. And the, the things that I object to are so minor. Compared to something like Mrs. Davis that I complained for an hour about, I think this show has yeah. five, only five minutes worth of complaints about. Not even. I love it. Yeah, just when she needs to brush her hair. Yep. If she don't have a brush, it'll be like a woman could be smart. Could you be smart and competent 
and like not trying to be feminine, but you could still brush your hair, right? Come on, get your hair brushed next week. I, you know, I, I think it, it's funny you say that though, because I did feel like that in every, like a lot of the episodes. I didn't focus on it, but I constantly thought, my God, her hair is everywhere. Right, <laughs> like, right, like not right. so much, not so much, not so much the scene where she comes where she comes back to London hungover, because that was mm-hmm. just. I mean, she was dragging ass through that whole scene. But there was other times, and, and I, like a lot of times, like I brushed it off as like the wind. The wind was getting away with her. But there was, you know, there was another time where, um, something else. There was something with her blouse, like she missed a. Oh, when they were like, um, tuck in your, they were like, you better tuck in your shirt, and like you're fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. And somebody tell you to tuck in your shirt. Come on, and come she's on. Sta- you're like, and she's sta- and she's standing in the middle. In the middle of the fucking hall, and she's just talking in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just, I feel like it's just one of the quirks of of the character. I think where she just, she's, mm, uh, she gets so she's she's always so go 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 that she just doesn't care about anything else. I guess. I mean, she's supposed to be a like fifty-ish year old woman who is a career diplomat who's worked her way up through the government. To get some real, you don't get to go to Iraq because you're only smart. Like you have to have a little bit of, you know, juice to get in there. I guess I don't really know. I'm not a foreign service officer, but I have some friends who are. I just think a 50 year old woman who's got a job and a career knows to tuck in her shirt. And I, I feel like when they say that tuck in your shirt, like they're trying to make her a little sloppier. They're making her sloppy and. I don't know. I feel like you could make her a little, just, yeah, a little, not, it's just the character. a little, not in tune to that stuff. And and like at this age, she should rep, she should understand that you're going to the fucking White House. You're going to you're going to the embassy. Like tuck your shirt, brush your hair. Come on, she doesn't have a, she doesn't brush her hair. She doesn't like tuck her like yeah. Uh, they're making her a little. It's just making it a little more extra than it needs to be, in my opinion. Because they haven't established her as a person who is incapable of understanding social cues, right? They made her a person who rejects social cues, which is a different thing. Um, and like, oh, you're going to like go to the, meet the prime minister, so maybe I'll tell you to take your shirt in. Like, whatever. It bothers me a little bit that they make her that. Like, you cannot be a fashion plate, but still recognize that. You should tuck your shirt in, or that that doing a Vogue cover is important, and you should wear a dress or whatever. I don't know. I, look, I look. I, I do like that the character resists these sort of like traditional ceremonial ambassador things or these feminine things, but I also think she can brush her hair. You know, although I be did fair. Really, I did really like when she had straw in her hair after she tried to beat the hell out of her husband and she had all this grass in her hair. Oh my god, that scene was hilarious <laughs> when she got pissed off at Adam. Beat the hell out yeah. of him. But I I like that she used that to her advantage though, when she went to go talk to the president. Like she totally yeah. used that mm-hmm. to her advantage. Yeah. At first I thought she was gonna be like I thought at first I thought she was gonna try and smooth him and be like, Oh, you made it seem so wonderful looking at the trees and everything. I went out there and I fell down and you know, and kind of like, you know, make it seem like, oh, I was out there because because of you. But then she did it. She went the other way with it. Like, I can't do this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all right, no more no, no more of this quitting. I don't – that shit pisses me off. Yeah. You know, actually, you know, it's funny. 
maybe they just didn't have any brushes on set because the CIA lady, I mean, a couple times I actually felt like her hair was kind of all over the place too. Yeah, yeah, her hair's not great either. <laughs> hers though, too. to be fair, I think I think hers is more. It's supposed to kind of. It's more like the style actually to look yeah. like that. Yeah. But there was a couple times where mm-hmm. I was just like, <laughs> I know I did notice that. Mm-hmm. So to answer to, to just because we kind of touched on so to answer your question, I was curious. Um. So Carrie Russell is my age. She's forty-seven, and Rufus Sewell. I did not realize. He's 58. He's got, or he's 50, oh. sorry, 56. He's got 10 years okay. on her. So, you, so you, when, you, cause oh, when yeah. you said that about him being a little little older than her, I thought, I don't think, I think they're like the same age. And then, so, I, yeah, I didn't realize he was, ten, he had 10 years 10 on years her. older, yeah. And I think he might be in the show. It's supposed to be like maybe 10 years more senior in his career, maybe. Not really yeah. dead, but he's got a little more juice, right? Oh, and that reminds me. That reminds me. That's something I'm kind of curious about. I don't know if we're ever going to get flashbacks on the show or they'll talk about it or anything. But when he was having drinks with that friend of his, and, they were, and he was talking oh, yeah. about, he's like, he's like, you can't. Do, he goes, you can't do anything in this world anyway. He's like, you can't date anybody you, that you work with. You can't. You can't. Hey, he's like, you can't even marry anybody anymore. That's dangerous. Just get married. You know. He's like with the world and the way things are and everything. And he goes, you surely can't do what you did with Kate. And I'm like, how did they get, like, how did, <laughs> was, was he yeah. like training her? And like, what was, you know, how did that, I'm kind of curious to know what that meant. <laughs> yeah. What kind of inappropriate relationship led to their marriage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were Fine. dating and yeah. all of a sudden one day they like announced they were getting married. Like they were on the down. Yeah. Well, Which, you know what I was actually thinking? Show. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go. What were you thinking? No, sorry. I mean, I like I said, I I've loved Rufus Sewell's performance. He was the, probably the perfect person to cast for this. Part of me is like, how funny would it have been if they had cast Matt Rees to play the the part of Hal? Mm, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, they were. <laughs> but you know what? I think. But I'm glad they didn't because I think it would have been a distraction simply because they starred together yeah. in the Americans, you know, yeah. and to see them in a different, you know, There's different setting on the other side and seeing Matt Reeves in that type of role, like, which I know he can totally do. I've seen him be a total schmuck and stuff. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I think I mean, as much fun as that could have been, I think it would have been distracting. So I'm glad that yeah, I'm not she's sure not starring really Yeah. No, probably not. I was going to say that everyone I know loves this show, but I have, I have a friend who found it a little hard at first. This friend of mine, like, watched the two episodes in the beginning and then stopped for a while because this friend of mine said, I'm watching other shows that also have a conspiracy, and I can't keep track of it all. And this guy <laughs> was like, funny. I need to. And I, and I was, <laughs> I was like, really? Because, like, all you need to do is stop the rest of that and just watch this one. Um, yeah. But. I mean, it, it is a little bit convoluted. I do see there are people who might like this show. Like, like, look, as much as Jamie loves the same show as we do, she doesn't always love these convoluted, like, government conspiracy kind of things, right? Yeah, no, I don't um, think – I mean, I think, I think Jamie could enjoy The Diplomat, but I don't think that she necessarily will like The Diplomat. It's not really her cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. 
at least not to, in this stage of her life. Like she likes she likes the intrigue and the mystery, but I think this this delves a little too heavily into the political side of it, to where I think Jamie yeah. might get not bored not bored with it, but it wouldn't be as invested as we get. Not everyone wants to like invest as much. Well, you know what it is. I mean, we you and I both have gotten to. I mean, not that we didn't like it before, but we've both gotten to a point in our lives where this is the good stuff to us. Like, I mean. The Expanse, I remember when the Expanse started, you were, you know, it used to, you used to have to really pay attention for all the political stuff, but as the show went yeah. on, that was your favorite part, you know? I mean, yeah. we talked about yeah. Andor. Andor, Andor, our favorite part was the political stuff with the Empire. Yep. Yeah. That's just because the rest of Andor was crap, but. <laughs> <laughs> we're the only people in the world who think that, but whatever, yeah. Um. But yeah, that kind of stuff increasingly is is more and more interesting to me, and I'm willing to like put my yeah. brain power into that. Which is not to say that Jamie even or doesn't, but if you're trying to watch a whole bunch of other kind of stuff, um, yeah. And if you don't, you know, I mean, look, I didn't have to watch the diplomat in in five days. I could have watched it in eight weeks, and I would have right. loved that. <laughs> and I'm in some level unhappy I didn't do that. Um, but I get somebody being like, oh, I lost track of it. I got to, like, go through and sit through the whole thing, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's, like, uh, uh, the best thing that's come out lately. I've watched a whole, as I said, I've watched like a I whole said, bunch of other crap this week, and this was the best thing Yeah, like I said, I can't remember the last time I was, I'd like, to show this much that I was, like, I have to watch the next episode. I have to watch the next episode. I have to watch the next yeah. episode. Been a while. Now, this is not a show that your kids will watch, right? I mean, the kids are getting older, but this is not a show they'll watch. And Alyssa, your wife, will not watch um, the show either. Right? Not their gig, not their thing. She, Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa tried, but I, I think she would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't Carrie Russell. And, you know, it's fun. Alyssa's fun. Well, she doesn't like Carrie Russell. Because she, doesn't, she doesn't like Carrie Russell, and she's pretty sure it's because it was a Felicity. But she's not exactly 100% yeah. sure, but she's like, yeah, she's like, I think that's why. I'm like, but what? Like I don't comprehend what that has to do with anything. <laughs> it doesn't change her ability as an actor. It has nothing to do with the show that she's currently yeah. on. But she's well, like, like that. Oh, so, like, she, does, yeah. she doesn't like you and McGregor and Natalie Portman. So well, I, I, I don't know why. Star Wars, right? I wonder why. We think, we, Star Wars? we think that might be why. <laughs> we think that might be why. Yeah. We're not sure. Yeah. She does, that's the thing. But, she doesn't now, even know why. Now, Alyssa... Loved The Last Kingdom, which I also loved. Yes. But The Last Kingdom has some very complicated politics through the entire, every season of it. It's very oh, yeah. complex politics about invading, you know, the invasions of Britain and whatever. So it's not like she's not a person who can get into no. complex No, that's what I'm saying. If it wasn't Carrie Russell, I think yeah. she probably would have watched it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And the kids, look, there's no way you're getting a 10 and 14-year-old boy to watch this, so. Artie might enjoy it. Are you 16? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if it was set on on Tatooine, he'd be into it. If they were the ambassador <laughs> to, the, to, the, <laughs> to the Republic, maybe he'd be into it. Uh, he, he, he might like it. He, there, there's some stuff that he likes that I don't. Like, he likes... Like uh, he watched, he started watching the leftovers, and I didn't. Really, like I hated the leftovers. I, I watched like yeah, you and I both didn't and like I was it. Done. Yeah, we yeah. both didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, we yep. talked about on the podcast, and then we stopped. Yep. <laughs> we both did not like the leftovers. Yeah. But he, but he he likes it so. 
Not always going to agree right. on stuff. Yeah. So. So, all, all right. right well, anyway. This is what we got this week, right? So. Yeah. Next week we'll next have, week, I don't know, uh, if, we, if we give Mrs. Davis, I don't know what we got next week, but we'll come through with something. Um, rabbit, holes, that, rabbit, hole citadel, rabbit Hole Citadel and um, maybe Jamie and I will talk about Silo. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it starts that, Friday. I'll try. Because um, Still Walking Dead is not back till the 13th next Sunday, so. Um, What's that? Yeah. Fear, oh, Citadel's Fear not the even Walking back Dead. this week? No, Fear the Walking Dead. Is Citadel back? I think so. Fear the Walking Dead comes back, yeah. not this week, but the next week. Yeah. Fear's on the 14th, oh, right? Said, okay. Oh, yeah. We'll have Fear next week. Fear will be back because today's the second, right? Yeah, well, we no, will have third, but yeah. Whole, no, so you want it is the following week. Following yeah, week, yeah. Yeah, week. So, all right. We'll cover what we can cover. But, yep. all right. We'll have a short. We're only having three shows. It's already past 12 o'clock. So, time to jump, I guess. Well, we just talked. We just talked about the Citadel for 45 minutes, so our Citadel. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, but we're done. The Diplomat. Diplomat. That show's over. <laughs> that, that, that show is done. So, all right. Cool. All right. Have a good week, Karen. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Take care. Good night. Good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Come back and listen to us babble again next week. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.